really sing. <laughs> la, 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 la. Baby, it is football season. The NFL is here. College football kicked it off, but the NFL made it. And we're happy, and we're talking football this entire podcast. And this is the SBNY Podcast. My name is Peter Kennedy. I am your host. Today, we are going to break down division by division, team by team, everything you need to know, not about fantasy, but about real life football. What players are going to make a difference, what teams are going to make runs into the playoffs this year, and what are you going to need to look out for come Sundays when you're watching my man Scott Hansen on Red Zone. And also, we have some stuff to talk about with Week 1, but we're going to do a full NFL preview for the whole season, make some Week 1 picks at the end, so stay tuned, but you know how it goes. First, we got a word from our presenting sponsor. Wooter Apparel is the number one shop for all custom uniforms and apparel. It has the lowest prices, two to three week turnaround, every sport and any design you can imagine. Go to WooterApparel.com, that's W-O-O-T-E-R, apparel.com, or hit them up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the whole nine, at Wooter Apparel. Again, that's W-O-O-T-E-R, apparel. For full custom basketball, baseball, football, backpacks, hoodies, the whole nine, you got to check them out and see the fire that they're working with when it comes to uniform and apparel. If you're in a rec league and you show up with this stuff, you will be the talk of the league. I guarantee it. And best part is use discount code SBNY at your purchase. That's discount code SBNY. But oh baby, it's football season. I got two killers in the house today on the SBNY podcast. Mike Palmasano, what's up? Hey, hi, how you doing? How are you doing? I'm, I'm really excited. I am back in love with football after on a two-year hiatus. I was against football. I was, wasn't about it. Did a couple fantasy leagues. That was it. And I don't know. This year, I'm, I'm back with it. I'm feeling good. My Steelers are going to win the AFC. The, 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 no one, the No Fun League is bringing back celebrations. Hey. It's like the mid-2000s all over again. I'm excited. Let's do it. So you're hitting us with your allegiance right off the bat. You're, yeah. You're, you got the Steelers there in your back pocket. You're rooting for them. But you're going to bring some, some heat on the whole league, right? Yeah, no. We're going to... We're going to talk about the Steelers. We're going to talk about the league. But I want to let you know I'm also a Closet Giant fan. Okay. I like the, I like the Big Blue. You know I'm not mad about that one. Love Landon Collins. Who, who doesn't? Love Landon Collins. Who doesn't love Landon Collins? Love Guy's snacks. Savage. Love snacks. I like snacks, I like too. I, I like Oreos. I'm a big fan of potato chips. <laughs> You're a snack. You're a snack, Pete. <laughs> also, we got in the house, co-founder, SBNY. SportsBlogNewYork.com. Phil DeMeo, what up? It's funny because he said the Steelers win the AFC, his team. I'm going to contradict him because I think the Jets are going to win the AFC. <laughs> I think it's a no-brainer. I don't know what everyone thinks here. You're showing your allegiance. You got the Jets going all the way? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> how can you not pick them? Josh McClown Josh over McClown, there. Josh McClown. You got Robbie Anderson running around. So you got Jeremy Curley's back. The Mojo's back. Oh, baby. Bring Mark Sanchez back. Get the band back together. Yeah, you got. You probably could. What are you, you going to send? From what, if you wanted to trade for Mark Sanchez right now, what would it be? Did he, they, they didn't cut him? I don't think so. He's on the Bears. There's only three, running, three quarterbacks? He's not going to play. That's the point, actually. We don't even know if he's I'm actually on the Bears or not. A conditional fourth for Mark Sanchez. <laughs> I think you're stupid. That's a you. lot. Yeah, listen, he's, know, a, he's, he's a USC great. Yeah, right. You know I, I know we're joking around here, but yeah, serious, I don't know why teams uh, pick three quarterbacks. I don't pick two quarterbacks. If two go down, you, that would be good anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, your season's kind of down, going downhill pretty quickly if you're down two quarterbacks yep. already. And there's the guy, Colin, you guys heard of Colin Kaepernick? 
Uh, I heard he still needs a job. Let's not get into it. Oh, uh, no, we're not getting into that. That's, this is not the time nor the place. I'm funny here. It's football but, season. Yeah. We're, we're here. back. It's the it's the now fun league. We're yes. now fun again. I'm, I'm now fun again. I must say, uh, I wasn't excited for football at all. I'm all in my Yankees. I'm watching baseball every night. But over the weekend, the two drafts. I'm see football now in coverage. I'm a little, a little more excited. I'm, I'm with you. Excited, I'm with you. I did a couple drafts. I have my dynasty league. I have a keeper league. I have a regular league. Got me looking at some players. And I'm like, wow, you I'm know what? Go. I think there's a lot more parity than we think in the league this year. 100%. I think there's a couple of the, the top-heavy teams. But I think there's going to be some really good you know, middle-of-the-pack teams that you're going to see a lot of good games over the season. A lot of fun. We got gambling. Huh? Gambling We're touch on some gambling. It's illegal. Right? It's, illegal. I'll, I'll it's not legal it. if you're in Vegas. Okay. Right? <laughs> and we're recording live from Vegas, yeah. the sports right. blog, the New sweet, Vegas podcast. Sweet. Ding, 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 ding. That's the casinos in the back. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys brought up fantasy because that's the last we'll be talking about fantasy today. Yep. Straight, we're ta- strictly in the field. We're reality. talking real football. X and O's. Wins and losses that go till week 16. Sorry, it's week 17, I should say. Not until, you know, playoffs start in week 13 and that the, whole crap. Unless you're the Bucks or Dolphins, you have 16 straight weeks. Ain't that the truth. And that's something else, too. I wonder if it's a big thing. But let's get into it, right? Let's do it. Let's start it off. And where else to start off? But the AFC East. Because if you want to go alphabetical, you can start with the AFC before the NFC. And the East. That's where we're off. And Sports Blog New York, East Coast, AFC East. Let's start it off. So where do you start in the AFC East? Start so at the top. We don't need to talk about one team. <laughs> we actually don't need to talk about three teams in this, in this division. <laughs> the Patriots are going to win. The Jets are going to be horrible. The Bills are going to be bad. The only team with some real interest here might be the Dolphins. What no, is it? I'm not. I'm selling my Dolphin stock. Yeah? Yeah. Can I buy it? You can, can buy, buy it. it low? You can buy it. You can buy it low. I'm can selling mine. I think uh, the revival of the Cutlet. I think he's going to give this team a little juice. And, you know, Tannehill, my boy, I liked him out of A&M, but you know, maybe they need a little shake-up, you know? I mean, you think Jay Cutler is going to shake a team up? I think with him and Jay Jai, I think... Jarvis Landry, I think they got a shot to redeem second place, redeem that wild card, and get knocked down the first round again. All right. Hey, there you go. Let me tell you about Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler did not want to play football this year. He probably had chances to play football. Yeah, but they didn't want to play football in Chicago this year. Or the Jets. I get it. But he, had his, his, he was already in the booth. He had a job. He's probably really excited to go in the booth. Dolphins call him. Go, hey, Jay, we need a quarterback. Um, what's your price? Ah, uh, $10 million. Just throw out probably $10 million out there. They're not going to pay me $10 million. Here, Jay, here's $10 million, and now he's the quarterback of the Dolphins. I just don't think he wants to play there. I'm, the over-under here is seven and a half. I'm taking under. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm saying, oh, you ready to drop the over-under on us. Yeah. Over-under is seven and a half for the we'll Miami go, Dolphins? We'll go back to the Patriots. We'll, we'll go back to the yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do over-unders. Actually, it's a, glad you just brought that up. So let's break this down real quick. This is going to be a fast-paced podcast. This yes. is going to be a quick one because we want to talk about all the teams – I want to talk about these over unders because gambling's uh, le- illegal. Illegal? It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's very it's illegal. legal as hell. If you you do it. Me. You do it. I know you do it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So we're gonna talk about over unders. Each team, the breakdown of division and playoffs, and then at the very end we'll do some week one picks. So you mentioned the Dolphins over under. Um, let's start back at the top though. Actually, no, wait, we talk about the Dolphins right. Yeah. Let's, let's stay with the Dolphins. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Mm-hmm. I apologize. So the Dolphins are set at seven and a half. Pretty interesting number for me. Being that they were a playoff team, and now their expectations are just in the middle of nowhere because who knows what color's going to be, and who knows what that team really was anyway, with or without Tannehill. So they're a very interesting team, but they got a Jahi, people love him, and their defense is solid at times. At times. And I I I have a monkey wrench now with the whole 16 straight games. And they have that wrench, which, I mean, God bless, you know, everybody out there in Florida, hopefully they're going to be safe in the coming week. I mean, I I tweeted about the, the criticism in the league. That is totally... 
you know, you take that away from the hurricane. I have friends, we have all friends and family in Florida. We wish them, you know, get, it, get the hell out and be safe. But so it's strictly football. You have to play that game in Dallas on Friday night, in Pittsburgh, in Philly. Carolina's going to be fine on Friday night, Saturday night, playing Carolina. Like, there's so many options. The NFL, the PA has to be so weak to let these players play 16 trade games to have some spine. And if it's, right first of all, the Dolphins are playing in London, so they're going 16 trade weeks in London in between somewhere over there. If I'm the, I'm a coach, I'm furious. But if the owner, if it comes out of the money, it comes out comes out of the money because the Dolphins will lose two home games. Right. If they, they play somewhere else, and they're they play already in losing one from London, but they get compensated for that. Stephen Ross is building if New York City listeners the Hudson Yards on the um the West Side. He's building that billions of dollars. Dolphins are not screaming for money. If this is, it comes down to a money thing, that is disgusting in the NFL. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad, and I totally agree with you. But we got to stay on track yeah, here, and so that's just, awesome. That's my, my rant. That's no, you're right. That was a good rant. I appreciated it. Personally, but let's keep it moving. And so, I, I mean, I know we talk about fantasy, but I have Jameis Winston and Mike Evans, so I really want them to play. But <laughs> that's why <I> fantasy. <laughs> Very interesting. All right, Mutz, back to you. Seven and a half of the Dolphins. How does that make you feel on the Ovanda? Um, I probably won't touch it, but for people that are looking to touch it, yeah. I think if you were a betting man, we're all picking it. We're all picking one. Okay. If you're looking at the Dolphins, who won ten last year. You get to play the Bills twice. You get to play the, the Jets twice. You're gonna have a, a stud running back. Of Jarvis Landry, if I had hands are tied, I'm probably going over seven and a half. Okay. Can I buy the hook and take seven? Sure. I, I tend to agree, and it's not by much, but I just this this team screams eight and eight to me. Yeah. Like it screams average with yeah. their run game. You know, Cutler for as much as we can make fun of him, much as he might smoke bogeys, which is not actually true. He, he might not be a bad quarterback for them. He might be Ryan Tannehill with a little more experience sure. and be a little bit more refined sure. than Tannehill, which is crazy to say out loud, but it's true. 8-8 eight and eight for the Dolphins seems very fair for me. So if I had a bet, which I wouldn't touch this one either, 8-8 eight, eight and eight for the Dolphins, over. I just think he's not invested with the team. He's had been for a while. He came in a month ago. Um, he's one, he had one, two feet in the boot already. I just can't see him you know, being that rah-rah guy, the rally guy, the, cat, the leader that you need to be quarterback. I think he's there because they offered him a lot of money. He, wanted, he, he saw the opportunity to play because you know can't pass that up in Miami. I just don't – I can't see – I need my quarterback to be fully vested, fully in my team. I just don't see that from Jay Cutler right now. So you like under? I like under. Let's keep it moving Seven and now. Nine. Let's keep it moving. The New England Patriots over under at 12 and a half. We don't have to get too far into them in the division because they're going to win. Mm-hmm. But over under wise, you have if to, you were a betting man, Phil, back to you, 12 and a half. I mean, you can't. You have, can't let's go over. 13-3, 14-2. That's their expectation. Look, they won the Super Bowl without Gronk. They gave Gronk back. They got Brandon Cooks, Wayne Allen, and Gilmore on defense. They got Rex uh, Burkhead in the in the backfield. This team is stacked. You, like they play again, they say they played Bills, um, Jets twice, and they played the Dolphins twice. We were better then. Like that's six you, wins out of their division, unless the Dolphins steal one. Yeah, you, Dolphins and Bills usually steal one from them. Yeah, like I know they play they play Money Steelers late in December, week fifteen. Yeah, so that's gonna be a big game. That's gonna be a. Um, Preview of the AFC Championship game, which will be at the same field. Both will be at Heinz Field. Oh, right. oh, oh. I think we know what Mike's going with tease. the Steelers so I, over on the. I just think it's not waste time. The Patriots are, well, much closer year. It's the best team in the AFC, best team in the division, obviously. Like, not even minus 6,000 in the division, something like that. Take the over. You know what? Life's too short to bet the under. I heard once or twice before. I think um, You'll never, we'll never I, bet the under here. Well, <laughs> we'll never bet the under here. He already picked the under once, but I'm, I'm gonna say this about the Patriots and twelve and a half. Because if you're sincerely looking to bet the Patriots, say to yourself, 
can you see this Patriot team being 11 and 5? Because that seems way too low for me. But if you say 12 and 4, that's realistic, right? But you're going to bet for something that's a one off possibility, or you're going to bet for a possibility of 13, 14, 15, or even, you know, they've done it before, 16 wins. It was 14 July season. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine taking the under on the Patriots. It would be kind of suicide for me. It would be gambling suicide. The only way they hit the under is obviously a catastrophic injury to TB12. Uh, I'm excited to see Chris Hogan become the next Julian Edelman. Yeah. You know, that's that guy was pretty pretty crazy to watch last year, and I was going to have just more opportunities to play. He's bigger, too. Listen, you're watching the, uh, you know, the best – the best football team in the last two decades, the best football coach, the best quarterback of our time. And they're not, you know, just, just basket in, folks. You got another maybe three, four years of Brady like this. Patriots are going to go over 12 and a half. They're going to win the East. And that's really, you know, that's all you got to know about that. It is what it is. All right, let's yeah. keep it moving. Uh, quick, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Double question, Bills. are they tanking? I don't know. Do you know? Nobody knows. <laughs> what are the Bills doing? That is my, my piece would be out Friday or Thursday. Are they tanking? I don't know idea. Tyrod Taylor, their quarterback. James, they make four players on their team. A new coach. A new coach, they're not going to take on a new coach. He's going to try to win. He said today he'll, he'll run Rashawn McCoy as much as he can to win. I mean, that's not going to be McCoy for next year. Wait, let's say this, though. Now. Let's say this. NFL coaches are all trying to win. Of course. It's that their GMs sometimes force them to not have no weapons Exactly. But, yeah, Buffalo Bills. What is their over-under, actually? Six and a half. I need a fair over-under. They're ice cream, six and ten, five, eleven. I'm going to go under. Yeah. I like the under on the Buffalo Bills. I like 6 and 10. It's fair. Sometimes life is short. Um, um, just being said, I don't know the schedule of each team. I just don't know. I just, you know. Oh, just, we're, I'm, we're, judging, I'm judging the team at well, the schedule. We're freeballing it. The AFC's plays the NFC South this year. Just know that. All right, well. So. That's brutal. They do got to go play. Uh, Jets, Jets are in uh, New Orleans. I know that. Yeah, they got to go play uh, the Falcons. There who, you go. Who may be a favorite to win the NFC, uh, the NFC um, you know, again. You got the Panthers. Uh, you got the Saints, you got the Bucks. you know. Ar- arguably a top division in the league, which so, I can't wait to get to, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I-, I like that one. That's very interesting. We're not uh, going to have the easy one. Lil Tease, you're not going to know who I picked to win that division. Don't look. Um, <laughs> what did we say, six and a half for the Bills? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Bills. My friend Jack from school is going to hate me when he's listening to this. Screw you, Jack. But Sorry, Jack. I'm not picking the over. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Jack. Bye-bye, Bills. It's, it's <laughs> quick and painless. New York Jets are at... Three and a half. All right, wait, wait. Real quick before we get to the Jets. Over, under on Bill's Mafia <laughs> severe injuries on Instagram. Nine and a half. Define severe. Broken, <laughs> broken bones are worse. Bones have to break over the course of the season. Over, under 12 and a half. Um, oh, shattering. Might, might, be, might be 25. <laughs> 25. Week four. And that's yeah. something I can't wait to see. Yeah. But let's yeah. keep it moving. Real, real last question. Um, this might be the most interesting about the division. Uh, what's greater, Patriot wins or... Uh, excuse me, uh, Jet wins or Patriot losses? Well, th- that question, my friend, might be answered during our New York Jets over-under talk. Well, dun, 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 dun. the Jets are three and a half. Patriots are 12 and a half. I think the Patriots go through the 13-3. I think the Jets go three and 13. So you took the push. I'm a big fan well, of the, the Jets, I'm thinking the under and the Jets. The push is a win. Patriots. I like a push. Push is a win. Push is a win. Cover. So the New York Jets... This might sound crazy, and you might look at me like I'm wild. They might win week one. The they Jets might, have a chance to win against the Bills in week one. That's going to be a semi-competitive They have game. a chance to go three and two. 
They play the Jaguars. I think they play the Browns. No, no, Browns a little later. Browns are going to dominate. They the play like a week first five games. Not to show my right hand now. about uh, the AFC North, but the Browns are going to dominate the <laughs> you're Jets. It, you're tipping it. <laughs> um, but Miles Garrett got hurt today. I don't I care. Know. The Browns have a better, they play way Bill, better roster than the Jets. Bills, Raiders, Dolphins, Jaguars, Browns. They could win the Bill game. Bills, Raiders, they could, they, they, they've been Jaguar game. They win the Brown game. That's three wins right there. That's not happening. Yeah, but you're right. You're right. They could. You're right. They could. You're right. So what? What are you saying? You over under Jets? I'm just, I'm just saying they could win the possibly win the first three games. But I think I'm picking under. Michael, three and a half. Who's scoring on the team? Robbie, Robbie Anderson. Anderson all day, every day. What school did he go to? I don't know. Temple. Hey. Temple University. The alma mater for one Mike Palmazano. Um, I want to pick. Because I also like the Jets, too, because Todd Bowles is a Temple guy. And, you know, just, you know, the New York teams, I don't know what it's about. And Big Mo. Big Mo. Uh, oh, God. Oh, you sound like you're going to say over. I really want to say over. Just say because it, I'm going to I'm going to say over. I'm going to say the Jets are going to win four games this year. Wow. And all Jeff fans are going to be really upset about that because they should be tanking for the number one overall pick. But yeah, they are tanking for That might be one. enough. That might be enough. Yeah. They're going to win four games. All right. Well, I actually have one friend who is really upset that the Jets are, like, basically – Tanking openly, right? And I told him to. I'm like, I know it stinks, but you, you just got to accept it. You just got to accept it. Now, obviously, baseball, you really can't tank. It doesn't work like that. Basketball, you could tank. Is football an appropriate sport to tank in? If you need a quarterback and that quarterback's coming out, do what you got to do. Like we said, you can't tank on the field. The guys are not going to yeah. tank. It's too too much of a combat violence sport. And the coaches, everyone's fighting for their own next contract. But, you know, the GM can, you know, cut veterans and all that, which, which they did. Yeah, and in, in, mostly in all sports, GMs tank, not players. And the Mike, Tan, uh, Mike Tannenbaum, I'm going back. McCagnin. I'm going back <laughs> a little bit, a little bit there. Mike McCagnin, he's tanking. That's what it is. All right, let's keep moving. We got next the AFC North or the AFC South. What are we doing next? We're going to go little South. AFC South. This is a pretty interesting Fun. division Fun because game. there's some trash, but then there's a toss-up and some teams with some upside. So let's start off with the upside first. Tennessee Titans, oh, yeah. a lot of people like them this year. Their over-under is 8.5. What do you think about the Titans this year? They remind me, not in comparison team, but in the hype to the Jaguars of last year. Ooh, that's not good. No, just saying, just pure, just, no, just pure hype. I remember Borders had a good year, Robinson had a good year. They turn around this year. They got players on defense. They got Jalen Ramsey, signed players. Hearns and, and Yeldon. And, and, they, and, and they sucked. Gus Bradley. Mario is not Borders. He shouldn't be. And Mario's has the chance this year to become that next guy, the next elite level. Not not Brady Rogers elite, but he's chance to come, you know, one of the top ten quarterbacks. He has the opportunity now. Gets Decker. Decker was a great signing. Corey Davis should be an impactful rookie, maybe not right away, but down the road. They still have Rashawn Matthews, DeMarco Murray, Derek Henry, and some guys of defense. They have a top five O line um, to PFF. They have all the ingredients, eight and a half it's hard, you know, to live up to the hype. Everyone's hyping them up, but 9-7, 6 very realistic. I'll go over. I'm going to agree with Phil here. You have the Titans, who are going to have great backfield with Mario Henry. Decker is going to be awesome. Mariota is only trending up. 19 touchdowns the first season. Perfect way to put it. 26 touchdowns the second season. Could touch 30. He's got the legs. He's a running court. You know, he's a mobile quarterback. As long as he stays healthy, you know, he can get banged up too. You got hurt last year, no? Yeah, a little bit. The 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 O line, as long as that stays healthy, that's always important to have with the running game. And you know, look at the rest of the division. You got you know, Colts without probably luck for a little bit. The Texans, you know, they're not really you know sure what's going on there. And the Jaguars, they're always uh you know a variable too. I think Titans win in the division. I'm gonna go over with the Titans. 
And I think you know, they might even win a playoff game this year. Oh, wow. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I, I tend to agree with everything you guys are saying. I just get that that nerve of this team hasn't really done it yet. Yep. And you see a number like eight and a half, and that's that one. It's like, all right, I think they're going to win the division. But probably with nine games. And then they're, that's that variation that's so tiny. See, I don't think they win the division. That. I think Houston still wins the division. That makes me even more nervous on the over under. Yeah. See, and, th- and this is a division where you can win at 8-8. Eight eight. Or 9-7. Nine, oh, nine and you could have, you know, 7-9 teams, 8-8 eight eight teams, 8-8 eight eight teams, 9-7 teams right throughout the division. You eat each other. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's not the best division. But I think it's a little more fun than AFC mm-hmm. East. And I still think the Titans are going to come out on top. And I think they're going to touch 10 games. I like it. So over, over. And my last one to top it off, I'm also going over. Not just to agree with you guys, but if you guys follow the Ringer as well, Ringer.com, big fan of that. They did a big piece on Marcus Mariota, basically saying how Marcus Mariota won't tell you he's a great leader, but everybody else will. And there was coaches and players and college coaches all talking about how great this man is, this Mm -hmm. young man. And it it made me hype. I'm buying the hype. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Titans, over. Houston Texans over under at also eight and a half. Yeah, I have no reason to go over. I'll pick over. They seem that the Harvey, you know, pump up now. JY is to be hopefully he's doing a great, amazing job of raising money. Hopefully he's healthy and can produce in the field because they need him. Right. Clowney came around next year, uh, last year. Um, Watson will eventually be a quarterback. I don't know. I just they have the they have all the makings of a nine seven eight and eight team. I know it's eight and a half. I just think they're gonna go over. Yeah, I know. I can see them going, you know, five and eleven because you know they have great, you know, an excellent, you know, look at the roster, not mind-boggling team, but they they somehow always put it together. Yeah, and I think they put it together one more year. I hear you, and I think the Texans will be in games no matter what. Yeah. Their defense is that good that they will be in games. If I had a guess on their record, I would say a flat eight and eight. If I could take a push on eight and a half, I would take a That's push. Vegas for you, baby. But what I'm gonna do? I'm taking the under. Okay. I'm taking the under. The defense is good. It's actually close to great, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Their offense is just not very dynamic. And then, I mean, they got DeAndre Hopkins. I hate Lamar Miller. I always hate Lamar, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is hit or miss. He's one of those guys who pisses you off. He's on your fantasy team. I, I don't love the Texans. I think the Titans are better. And the Titans are going to be a big reason why Texans fall under 8.5. I like under. Is, is this Bill O'Brien's last hurrah as the head coach here? You think he can develop Deshaun Watson? He stays. Think I think so? he's staying he's for at least a year of Deshaun Watson. Marvin, he's a Marvin Lewis, right? The yeah. new Marvin Lewis. Now, is Deshaun Watson going to get this, the starting gig, or are you going to give it to Savage? Savage. How Savage. Many, how many Savage to start. How many games you give him? Depends I, on the record. You know what? I think they teeter around 500 so, like for the whole year that Savage holds on to the so, job for and, most of the year. And now here's the thing. If not all of it. You know, offense wins games, defense wins championships. I think this defense, they had a better offense, really could take him to the next level. J.J. Watt. Arguably the best defensive player in the league. He's going to be healthy this year. It's that, what you just said, the 500 back and forth. You know, you win two here, you lose three there. And then next year, do you bring Bill O'Brien back to, to coach Sean Watson? I think this is a tough year for Houston fans because you're really going to want to, you know, see the team move on. And I think if Deshaun Watson's that quarterback, you're going to need a year where they kind of start, you know, two and six, two and seven to get rid of Savage. And then you move on, but unless you know, unless the defense full, flutters again, you're probably gonna gonna see a 500 team. Yeah, I'm gonna go under eight and a half. And the epitome of the Texans to me is they're that type of team that can play a great team and win, and then play an average to mediocre team and get beat up. So you know, yeah. like I, I'm I'm looking at their schedule now. And I'm, I don't want to just pick like random games because it really can go either way. But you can see the Texans 
you know, beating the Bengals, which the Bengals are just a solid team, and then they're going to play the Browns, and they, and they can get beat by the Browns if the Browns happen to click in offense in that week. And Because I think the Browns are a little underrated this year. I agree. Um, but we'll talk about that later. So, I don't know. The, the, the Texans scare me a little bit. I like under. Did you what did you pick yet? I went under. You went under? Right, so, two unders and an over. Hey, you guys told me it's uh, life's too short to pick the under. Hey, it's well, that, this is, Some, sometimes life's too long <laughs> to pick the over. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I go quickly now. <laughs> you, shook, you shook me all up. I don't even know where that one came from. Uh, Colts seven and a half. I don't know how that line didn't change. Yet. I looked at that. that's why I put the today seven and a half. The Colts, even Colts, even with luck, they could be a really bottom eight, ten team. That team really stinks. It just stinks. Really run the manage by the yeah. by the uh, front office, huh? Uh, quick question: You're Denver Broncos. How many first round picks do you give up for Andrew Luck? Three, four, five. First round picks. If you're Denver Broncos, you have everything in place for that one quarterback. For this year, how, how much you- I would wait till the off season because he's not healthy. If I were the Colts, I would literally just give up on this season and I would make Andrew Luck sit the entire year. Wow, and I'm not kidding. Um, if it was for this year, I would give up maybe one first round pick. If it's in the off season and he's fully healthy, oh man, the two. Two, three first round picks. Yeah, I don't if even if care. I'm the Colts, how do you even think care. about trading? Like I know. That? I'm just saying. Like if you're, you I don't think. I don't think the first ten picks of the, this year's draft you give up for him. This is a guy, he's a once-in-a-generation quarterback, you know, and he just hasn't had the pieces around him. They really got to find a way to, to draft some O-line, get him some, some you know, guys who could run the ball mm-hmm. and block for the runners and block for him, keep Party's him healthy. Hurt, yeah. And, any, you know, any receiver could be made, you know, a, a top-flight receiver by Andrew Luck. That's just the way it is. So that, that's the only thing I don't worry about. And goddamn have out a defense one time. You know, this is just, it's sad seeing how undermanaged they were by general management and... You know, how old is he now? Probably like 26, something like that, 25 maybe? Yeah, around that. A little you know, older, maybe. 50 years, I think. Yeah. You know, you, you got to... Uh, he stayed all four in college. You know, you got to think, his, you know, his first couple seasons, he had a legit shot, and then, you know, last couple, you know, three years, really, you know, you know. I'll say waste. this, I'll say this. The fact that Andrew Luck led the Colts to 11-5 and five, his first couple of years... 40 touchdowns. <laughs> ...is a testament to how good he is. And the fact that was how bad he's been and how bad the Colts have been the past couple of years, the past two years, I guess it's been... Shows how bad the Colts are. The Colts are bad. Unless Jacoby Brissett becomes their quarterback and Andrew Luck isn't playing, like maybe Brissett was going to bring some fire, but that's not realistic either. Under, under, under on the Colts. What would be the all line, day long. What would be the line for you to pick over? Five and a half, six and a half? With confidence, four and a half, five and a half, I would take the over probably okay. still. Six and a half, I'm still sitting under. Interesting. I, I made the, the Broncos comparison because I'm trying to, trying to, like, Say had the Broncos have such a great team in, in place. Yeah. We need that quarterback. I'm not saying the Colts ever put Daniel Luck on the table, but You're right. say a scenario where he wasn't on the table, how many first round picks did the Broncos give up for Andrew Luck? I mean, think about Andrew Luck with Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. And John Elway, just a whole uh, a organization philosophy. A defense. That's just like <laughs> the Broncos have a cha- we'll get to that next uh, two divisions for now. The Broncos have a championship defense and you know Simeon as a quarterback. Well, yeah. Well, we, maybe, Paxton, maybe Paxton Lynch. We shall see. My probably most boring team in the league, Jacksonville Jaguars, six and a half. I think they're going to run Fournette into the ground. Fournette's already, you know, he's, um, um, he's tired out already from the LSU. I just, six and a half is, you can't pick the over, I don't think. Unless you just think Bortles going to have a reju- rejuvenation. I, I can't see it. Well, the, I mean, the Jags? The Jags. I, I, I got to go over with the Jags. Yeah, okay. I, like I said, I think this is the division of parity. A lot of, you know, six, maybe, you know, six wins might be the... The Bottom. the least, mm-hmm. but you know, ten wins at most. You know, by the Titans, like I think, you know, that's going to be the, the the range right there. And I think, uh, you know, the defense would be the only thing that really kind of bring, brings them up top. 
Bortles, man. Is Bradley still there? Gus Bradley? Yes. You know, Bortles, you think, how long does he stay with Coughlin there now? Because Coughlin does not like him. Well, not you know like what? Him. Do you think Coughlin wanted to draft a quarterback? I, uh, that's tough. It's tough to say. It really is tough to say. It would be pure speculation. I want to say this. The Jaguars don't have the worst roster in this division. The Colts do. Yeah. The Jaguars roster has bottom. more talent top to bottom. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's talking skill players on offense. That's talking defensive players. I mean, the Jaguars were, like you said, they were the Titans last year. They had hype to be good and to be high potent. And then Bortles blew it. And the rest of the roster fell down too. The Jaguars are a weird team. Everybody's down on them. And that makes me want to say they might be a little better than people expect. I think the Jaguars have a chance to be better than the Texans this year. Just by defense alone. If they can figure out a quarterback situation, if Bortles could somehow turn it around. They, uh... I don't know. I think the Jaguars are going to finish second. I mean, I alluded, wow. I alluded this to um, the Titans. Remember how high up everyone was about Bortles last year in Robinson? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, just a year changes everyone's opinion of you. Ain't that the truth? What have you done for me lately is the motto of the NFL. He just looks bad in, in preseason camp. You see he throws like, what? Garbage. He, he has not turned it around. All right, so, Phil, you say under. under. I said, I, just, I didn't say well, anything. I didn't say anything. You said over. I said over. You said over. I'm yeah. the deciding factor here. Uh, I'm gonna take the over. I think nice. they get seven and ten for the Jaguars. It's a little, seven and nine. Le, seven and nine. That is correct. I can do math. All right. Um, we we'll want to finish up the north or go north next. Let's go to the north because I love the AFC West. So I want to do West yeah. last for the AFC. So let's talk. Even though I like the North as well, I do like the no, North as well. Fun. So let's talk AFC North. Let's start it from the middle. Let's start inside out here. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's start inside out. He's we got two. His hair. He's ready. Yeah. Yeah. The kings of the well, because I know the kings of the North, right? I know. Where they are. <laughs> I know. Where they are. Um. Uh, I'm a little nervous. Uh, I retract this game. I'm not nervous. Just on my radar is the Ravens because really? if you got uh, you know, they're just the team that's always been solid in and out, and now they you know they start the season healthy as every team does. They're not you know they're not gonna. That's not completely true. There's rumblings about Flacco's health that he's not as healthy as he's been. He's not the most healthy Joe Flacco right now. Well, he's not elite anyway. It's not <laughs> Flacco I'm worried about, but the. The Ravens, you know, they play, you know, quote-unquote Raven football. Listen, AFC North is just not – they're not fun games. They're very similar to the AL East with, with the Yankees. I love Steelers Ravens team growing up. I love defensive games like that. You, you know, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like the Steelers going to Cincinnati or Baltimore or even Cleveland for that matter because that's Cleveland's Super Bowl. You know, that's Cleveland plays us twice a year. Opposed to, you know, this year they might be a little different team, so you say. I'm not really buying it. Oh, I we'll get we'll get to the Browns, but I hear you. But yeah, um, I think the Ravens are the team the Steelers have to worry about to win the division this year. If and by worry, I mean very very low worry. Uh, the Bengals, that you know, I think Marvin Lewis is gone after this year. Finally gone. You know they have AJ Green, who's probably the STD can't get away. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know you just called Marvin Lewis an STD. I love it. Can't get rid of him. <laughs> go, go keep on. Wait, do you know the over-under for the Ravens, by the way? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll go, um, uh, gee, well, let me see. I, I'm curious what the the Bengals are eight and a half as well. So you yeah. have two teams, that, you know, because... That uh, makes it tough. The, yeah, because, you know, they're, they're both... They both can be 9-17. I don't know. I'm If I had to pick... I, I'm going to go Ravens over eight and a half. I'm going to jump real quick. The Bengals under eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Just because those teams, those teams are interchangeable in my eyes. I mean, yeah. th- doesn't it come down they to that? Both can win nine games. Doesn't right. it come down to that? One team between the Ravens and the Bengals will right. be over. Yeah. One team will be under. Yeah. It this feels natural, and you really don't know. It's like it becomes a toss up. Yeah, and you know, and both those games are played just like this deal is playing. You know, they're just you know, tooth and nail. They're going to probably be themselves under games. You know, 
We play him late into the year. Um, but, yeah, I think the Ravens will finish up second. You know, I like to see Danny Woodhead have a decent year, even though he's on the Ravens. I like Danny Woodhead coming back from that, uh, that knee injury last I know, year. I didn't know you were a grit guy. I love grit. <laughs> You're going to say that's yeah. true. That's a good point. And I have my Macklin too. I'll be full by Macklin. Macklin is like the most like vanilla receiver to me I, since he left the Eagles. You know maybe, what? Well, he was, the Chiefs. I was gonna say he was on the team that didn't have a wide receiver yeah. touchdown for like a whole season, which is yeah, ridiculous. You have to try to do that yeah. almost. So he's back with a quarterback who can sling the ball. I mean, Joe Flacco. For all you can say that he's he's great, he's not great. This and that power. He can throw a deep ball, and if Jerry Macklin can get going, I mean, he's a little older now. Uh, he doesn't scare me too much, and that's why for me. I'm more on the Bengals. When I look at the Cincinnati Bengals, I see the same team I've seen for the past couple of years since they basically had Andy Dalton and A.J. Green and Gio and Jeremy and now Joe Mixon and a defense that doesn't give a hell and Vontez Perfect, who probably will get suspended for another couple of games <laughs> at the end of the season. You know, like, yeah. but, 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 uh, Healthy Eifert, you mentioned that? I didn't mention a Healthy Eifert. Machine. He's listed as questionable he always, on my fantasy <laughs> lineup as per usual. Yeah. But when I look at the Bengals, I see the same team that I've seen for the past couple of years, a team who can score points, and a team who plays tough, even if it's a little dirty. I like the Bengals better than the Ravens. I'll take over Bengals under Ravens. Okay. But you subscribe to the same theory that only one of those teams can win nine games. Makes sense. I mean, because uh, like we said, we like the, we, everybody likes the Steelers. You know, if you, if you go to any expert in the league right now, ESPN, The Ringer, Fox, CBS, it doesn't matter. Any football person. Every football person says the Steelers are a lock for the AFC North. So if we're going through that, which I think we're pretty much all there, there's no way we're going to have... Steelers winning the division and then have Ravens above 500, Bengals above 500. Like, that is just so unlikely. We'll give him his two minutes on the Steelers. A little rant, a little selling point. Talk about the Browns real quick. Four and a half. They're, they're, like, like Mariota, this, this arrow should be pointing up. Kaiser should have a, you know, he's the he's best quarterback they've had in probably three years, I think. Um, I, like Corey is- Coleman. I like Corey Coleman a lot. Kaiser Coleman can make some... Can we qual- can we qualify that statement you just made though? You said Kaiser might be the best quarterback that they've had in years, and he's never played an NFL game. I, I, I know that's why that's why, that's why the Isles should be pointing up. I mean, I guess he can't get worse because oh, he was never anything. Burn myself on that hot take, Jeez, yeah. I'm just saying. Jeez. But then look, Miles got the Browns can't have nice things. The Browns got got hurt today. Couldn't miss a couple of weeks. Couldn't miss the opener. Then Joey's out on that as we're recording this. I mean, they have they have like. The formidable talent. I'm. I'll see them winning five games, uh, four games. Probably four, four and a half, four and twelve. Probably more realistic. But I'll, I'll go. I'll go four and a half. I think it, you know they're playing. You taking over on the Browns? I, I, I think they're playing for Hugh Jackson, in new new blood, new you know GM. I'll go five and eleven for them, over four and a half. All right. I'll say. I'll say it like this. I think the fact that you said Deshaun Kaiser is best quarterback they had is scary, but possibly true. It's possibly true, right? But they play the Colts in week two which I think is a winnable game. They play the Jets, which is a winnable game. And then that's two right there. And the over-unders four and a half. Lions, Jaguars. Can they go, can they go three and three and 13 the for the rest of the year after if they win the, the Colts and Jets game? I mean, they play some other not great teams, including the Bears, like you said. Uh, I don't know. And the Jaguars. So the Browns have a chance to sneak up on some people. They're young. I really like Hugh Jackson. I always liked him when he was in Cincinnati as their offensive guy. I mean, they're a team that might sneak up on some people. They play in London too, and I thought every game, I thought every team needed to be one part time game. I guess the Browns will qualify for that. <laughs> is that, is that Thursday night? <laughs> they don't have a Thursday night game. They have a the non Thursday a.m. game. They don't qualify, even though you know what? As all the crap that the Browns get, I want to see them on national TV. I no, I was going to say this. They actually get crap. 
they're at least interesting enough that when they're bad, they still get talked about. Yeah. They're almost like the Knicks. <laughs> the Browns are bad. I'm still waiting for that uh, that sabermetric baseball experiment to pan out with them. I don't know how that's working. And they had a different round. They went a different round, all right. Yeah. All right, steal the time. Wait, I said over. What are you out on the oh, Browns? Uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. You're probably the only smart one here. Me and Phil Trump. Me and Phil. Me and Phil are out thinking ourselves. I know the only thing I can say about the Browns is that I think PFF said they had top five lines that you were top saying. Two. Top two, top two. Philly and Browns. Isaiah Crowell, you know, behind a good line, he might, you know, he could be the the show. Coleman, Kenny Britt joined there, but uh, yeah, some ball players. Yeah, no, like yeah. I said, you gotta go, you gotta go play the the Steelers, Ravens, and Bengals six times. Those are you just gotta win one. That's tough. They gotta they gotta split with the Bengals and Ravens, yeah. and if they could, and <clears> then I I don't see them stealing from the yeah. Steelers. That's that's a good point. It's a good yeah. point you just made there. What's your call on the Steelers? I think we know what Mike Powell yeah. right. so is. Steelers guys. Let say. Me, well, let me go myself. Ten and a half. We're all over. No, you're not over ten and a half. Nope. Right, we'll go back to you. Yeah. We'll uh, so I'm, I'm going to go over here, um, but I want to say this about the Steelers. This could possibly be Big Ben's last year. There was some speculation in the offseason after the game, uh, the championship game, that he might have. You know, he's not sure if he's coming back. The Steelers went all in. They signed Joe Hayden. When was he drafted? Two thousand three. The same year as Eli Manning. Right? Yeah. You know, four is 13, 14 years. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And he's taking a toll. You know, it's, it's, those aren't easy years. You know, some broken ribs here and there, broken feet, bloody noses, the whole nine. Uh, they just signed Joe Hayden. They finally have a secondary since the Ike Taylor, Troy Palmolive era. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe the last year of James Harrison. There's only so much his board can keep going. But their offensive line is top five. They have the best receiver in the game, arguably. They have the best running back in the game, not arguably. Their linebacking core is sharp. The defensive line is only getting older. That's a good word to put it, sharp. The the And the secondary just got a whole lot better with the signing of Joe Hayden. This is the best... The Steelers don't sign free agents. And they took advantage of the Browns, who, once again, just fed the Steelers a cornerback. They just, you know, they just trashed the whole North. They probably pissed at them. With Joe Hayden, you're probably going to see the best secondary the Steelers have had in a while. They're going to win 13 games. I think the Pats are going to win 13 games. I think the tiebreaker in December is going to be the Steelers beating the Pats at home, and they're going to be your one seed in the AFC. Look at that. I mean, I love it. And you know what? I can't tell you that I disagree with you because everywhere I've looked, everything I've read, everything I've heard is all basically towards that exact thing. The reason why I get nervous about the Steelers this year, not about winning the division because I think they're – definitely the best team in the division and most likely to win by far is that I think Big Ben will miss a handful of games. Like he may miss three to five games and that might just mean 10 wins instead of 11 or 12 or 13. I still think they're going to be the best in the division, but I get a little bit nervous with Big Ben that he's going to miss, especially because if they have a good comfortable lead on the division, he might want to miss to make sure he's ready for the playoffs. The one thing I will say to counter argue that is watching the Steelers over the years, Landry Jones has become so much better of a backup quarterback than he has when he came into the league. When you have top five, and he's one, done it before. You're right. He, you know, listen, he he's is, used to coming in for a couple. He games. does it, and that's why he, you have to have a good backup quarterback teams like this. Because if you have a good team and you lose your quarterback, you can't you know risk your whole season being on the line. With the running game they have, with Brown and Bryant coming back, even if Big Ben goes down, I still think they just you know smooth sail. They will need Big Ben to win more playoff games and to beat the Pats. I don't think they could beat the Pats without Ben. Awesome. All right, so you got over on the Steelers. So do you, Phil? I, you know what? My gut really does tell me to take the over, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say under. I wouldn't touch it, though. If I was, a re- if I was really going to bet on this, I wouldn't touch it, but I'll say under for the sake of saying um, under. 
a bigger, uh, more likely happening. The Steelers host the AFC Championship, or Browns win four and a half games. More than four and a half games. It was a tough one, right? I'm going to say Browns over. I don't think it's likely the Steelers have the best record in the uh, in the AFC. Even though you know there's other chances for them to host if the Patriots somehow get knocked out beforehand. Uh, I'm going to say no, though. I'm going to say I, Browns over. I mean, Steelers um, are number one seed. Okay, so that's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say um, better chance the Steelers host the AFC Championship game. And we're talking, we have one more division to talk about, so let's move on because yeah. some of these teams might have something to say about the Steelers being a number one seed. So let's keep it moving on the AFC West. Let's start off at the top this time. The team that has a ton of hype has the quarterback, has an offense, but their defense could be a little questionable. The Oakland Raiders, everybody loves them. They're probably the hottest bet on over. What do you guys think? Um, I go a little under. Oh, it's nine and a half, by the way. I'm going a little under. I mean, nine, nine sevens do up over this team. I don't like how they went all in the Marshall Lynch as a running back. I am, the defense is suspect. Carr's coming off an injury. I think Carr's great. I have a fantasy league. I think he's great. Concern, coming off an injury. It kind of kind of stalemate on offense. They got Lynch, got Crouch, got Cooper, and they didn't really gain anything to that. Um, I just... This team didn't make that step forward. Like the Titans added people, the Patriots added people, the Raiders didn't add anybody. So I'm going nine and seven under. Nine and seven under. Do you think that they take the division, or you want to get to that in a minute? I think the Chiefs take the division. Ooh, Mike Palmazano, how you doing? Yeah, I'm going. uh, I'm going Raiders over. I think the acquisition of Lynch just gives it fifty-fifty touches between running backs. Okay. Coop and Crab, love that duo. Coop and Crab, I like that. Coop and Crab, right? I was thinking Crab and Coop, but I think Coop and Crab rolls off a little better. <laughs> and he got and he got Cleo Mack, right? This team and, and Derek Carr is real deal. He's gonna be he's a gamer, man. I love watching that kid play. He's just like he just kinda runs around, he does a little thing, he slings it over, yeah. you get Mark jumping up, you know, like stiff arm people. The with he seems like a real leader. Yeah, no, listen, and you gotta be a, as a, as an Oakland fan, you gotta finally love that the team figured it out after I mean our whole lifetime, at least my whole lifetime, you know, like of the Raiders being just the cellar dwellers of the West. So the Raiders are going to top the Chiefs, win the AFC West. They're going to win over, nine, was it nine and a half? Nine on the hook? Nine on the hook. Yeah, they're going to win ten games. Okay. They're going to win the division. And they they can make a run at the playoffs. You know, that, that's a team I could say, you know, has a chance at making a playoff run. Call with an MVP candidate. This, yeah. is, this is why I'm nervous. Last year, they were in shootouts. They were scoring a lot of points, and they were beating teams in close games. Carr had some big comebacks, and they were exciting, and they took the league by storm last year. They were the most fun team probably yeah. throughout the whole season. How much does that luck, that luck run for? Yes, I'm saying. How often can you win the close games? How often can you win shootouts? Because it's going to be tough for them to stop people. That all being said, I'm going to take the over, but I have a little bit of intrigue with who's going to win that division because it might come down to a tiebreaker in my opinion. So any more closing remarks on the Raiders, as, or can we move on? I have, good, keep this I have a good segue. Um, you said uh, close games. You know who lost a lot of close games last year? Oh, yeah. The San Diego Chargers. Oh, yeah. I, they lost about 10, like, one possession games. You're lucky that you said last year. Because right. if you said anything about this year, you would have been wrong. we got to get used to the L.A. Chargers. we got to get used All to right, it. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm going down the list here. A loser, the Chargers, the Chiefs by six, uh, the Colts by four, the, uh, the, the Saints by one. The Raiders by three, the Broncos by eight, the Falcons by they wouldn't beat the Falcons. Um, 
Lost to the Dolphins by seven. A lot of one possession games. A lot of one possession games. The Buccaneers by seven. Uh, the Raiders by three. The Char- the Browns by three. Like they are in every game. Now you think the offensive line might be a little better. Uh, Mike Williams, yeah, Keenan Allen coming back. They're over under seven and a half. I'm picking over. I think they could possibly win ten games, possibly wow. nine games. You think the, the Chargers are a true sleeper? And Phillip Rivers can carry them to a, a possible playoff berth. Possible playoff berth. I'm, I think the Raiders are better. I mean, I know I picked maybe 10 games for the Raiders. I mean, the Chargers. I think the Raiders are not getting about I just think the Chargers, they lost a lot of games last year. Can't see it happening again. I got Hunter Henry. Antonio Gates still there. Keenan Allen. Uh, uh, Mike Williams. Tyrell Williams is very good. Uh, Grace. Uh, Joey Bosa could be about, like J.J. Watt-like. You can have a break out year. You got um, Verrett, Hayward, Ingram. I'm in on the Chargers. Wow, That's you're fun. all in on the Chargers. They're, they have the lowest over/under in the division. So the Broncos are at eight and a half. The Chiefs are at nine. Buying and, and, you're, and you're buying Chargers. You're buying LAC. I'll sell it to you. Um, and I'll tell you why. It's funny you mentioned the the close games. The Chargers were seven to nine against the spread last year. Think about all those games they just missed by a couple points. I could have switched that. You know, that could have made them nine and seven. Yep. Um, Vegas knows a lot more than we do. This is a team that's quite not there yet. You know, I think Philip Rivers is doing his last his last current calls. They're gonna be under, but I I like to see them. You know, maybe draft the quarterback, maybe get back to L.A. You know, and I I think they're the better L.A. team than the Rams are. Um, ah, I'll get that later. I am buying Rams stock with that later. Uh, I think it's gonna be cool to see them in that stadium, the small stadium. So they can that, actually throw some seats up. That, you get a little bit of soccer, a little bit of college crowd, right? I think you see maybe in the future. Like MetLife has eighty thousand people. It feels it feels empty. You know, it's like you got the people. It feels empty. Mm. I think it'd be cool to see fans on top of the players. I think that more high school kind of feel to a, right. pro, a pro level. I think that might like they feel that stadium be cool to, just to play in. I'm buying Chargers. You're buying I think, Chargers. I think that, could, that could be the template moving forward for teams in the future to go go a little down like the Pittsburgh mm. Pirates and supply and demand. Right. Make it a little smaller. Mm. I hear you. I hear you on on all that. But I'm gonna go back to Mike's point about Vegas knows what they're doing. And they have the Chargers as the lowest win total in the division. And though I buy Phillip Rivers all the time, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he actually is, and this is, I don't think this is a hot take either. I think he's borderline Hall of Fame with the career that he's had. That being said, I tend to side with Vegas here. Maybe they get eight wins, but I don't think they're going to get more than eight. I see with a competitive season, eight and eight is kind of their ceiling. I'm going to take over on the Chargers. Um, I mean, I'm going to take under on the Chargers. I apologize. I'm selling the Chargers this year, but I still buy Phillip Rivers all day, every day. They 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 will compete, but they just might not win. I it's tough for me calling people whole for any player without the ring. You know it's tough. You know that's true. Um, and that's just you know it's not a testament to them. You're you're Henrik Lundqvist of the world, who could be the best goalie of in the league for X amount of time. I think you need that ring to to kind of get you into to the cement. You know. Yeah, you know, anyone who's in the holes or anywhere without the ring, is it's tough for me. But So I don't know if I agree with you on, on that with Phil. All right, so how about this? How about Denver Broncos, 8.5? That's a tough one because they got the D. They have an average quarterback maybe, if you want to call them that. And they've been winning in the past close games. They're a weird team for 8.5. Over on 8.5 Broncos, what do you think? Under selling Broncos stock, uh, you know, their window is closing. They have a great defense, like you said, but you can't get by in this division and just eight, NFL total what average quarterback play. I'm selling. Um, I don't talk about fantasy, but I'm not drafting any Broncos players. Just, just staying away from the Broncos. 
I hear that. I hear that. I know a lot of people were off Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders in fantasy, and that's just because you just don't know what their offense is going to look like. Mike, what do you think about the Denver? I've been so torn because I love Denver's defense. I think they're probably top two, three in the league. But it's a shootout division, and the Chiefs, you know, they're they're tough. You know, I don't know if they're going to have a better record than the Chiefs. I think, for me, I have the Raiders winning the division. I got the... The Chargers at the bottom of the division, and I got to put my Broncos, who I really liked, at third in the division. All right, so we talk about um, the Chiefs real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna say about the Chiefs. I think they are good. I love Andy Reid. I just love watching the Chiefs play yeah. in general. They play so aggressive on defense, and their offense is actually a little underrated, if you ask me. Tyreek Hill, baby, buy him. Yeah. He made them so much more dynamic. It's not even close. I'm buying the Chiefs. Their over under is nine. I like over. I think the winner of this division comes down to a tiebreak between the Raiders and the Chiefs. They're both going to sit at 10 wins at least, and they're both going to make the playoffs. Chiefs yeah, and Raiders will be in the dance. Last question. Do you think Mahomes um, takes over this year? No. no. Alex Smith is no. too solid to lose the job unless he gets hurt. Okay. If he gets hurt, Mahomes Obviously. will play. And, and I, uh, you know, growing up, we always heard Andy Reid with the Eagles is a great quarterback coach, you know, great offensive mind coach. I didn't realize until he moved to the Chiefs, and then he kind of turned around Alex Smith's career, you know? It, 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 I like watching the Chiefs. Makes something out of nothing. He threw the yeah. ball downfield more last year than he gets credit for. Yeah, no, and I, I think more of that's coming. You need to. You, need, I mean, you can't always play the West Coast, you know, 5-10 yard passing game. Just, you know, it's not going to... You need to throw down the ball a little, yeah, you little, got, little bit. You got Kareem Hunt, you got Kelsey, yeah. you got Hill. Yeah. So, so, so you, got, you guys have KC wild card? I do. Well, I, I, have, I, have, I have Raiders and KC tiebreak, whoever has the tiebreak against each other. I have KC division. division, yeah. All right. Who you guys have your wild card teams? I'm going with, well, one of the, so say you got one yeah. of the other is um, KC or Oakland, and then my my last wild card team, dun dun dun, the Miami Dolphins. I think the rest of the divisions with the Ravens and Bengals, and the Texans who will be close. It will be very close. They beat up on each other a little too much. Dolphins sneak in. Jay Cutlet's in the dance. All right, the Cutlet. I like that pick. I like that pick. Back in the dance. I, I had him uh, as one of my teams who were teetering on the wild card. But I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go the Ravens. I'm gonna go the Ravens. Classic two out of the north. You know, this is their rebound year. And they're gonna play the easy teams. They're gonna beat up on the uh, AFC North. The Ravens are gonna sneak in as that second wild card right behind KC. I'll go Kansas City win the division, Houston division, so Tennessee and Oakland as the wildcard team. All right. I like it a lot. And that is the AFC. And we are 50 minutes into this episode of the Sports Blog New York podcast. If you're here hanging out, thank you so much for tuning in. It's something that we really don't say enough. So thank you guys for listening to this fine program. Hopefully you enjoy. And hopefully, if you didn't already subscribe after this fine episode, you're going to go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, and Google Play. Click the subscribe button. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. And if you leave a five-star review... We'll shout you out on the air. We'll tell the people what you have to say because what makes this podcast great is interaction. We love talking to ourselves, but even better, we like talking to you guys. So so don't be shy and interact. Hit us up on Twitter. That's at SportBlogNYC. And my personal Twitter is at PKennedy with two Ys. Mike, you want to shout out your personal yeah, Twitter? Go for it. It's a little at sign, a little A with the circle. Oh. M-U-T-Z-Y-Y-Y-Y, Mutzi. All right? You got it. But when I give you my picks... Call me Uncle Mike, all right? We're going to go to the locksmith. We're going to make a couple keys. Got the locks for you, all right? Stay tuned at the end of the episode. It's going to come to you hot. 
And you're going to love it. You're going to love making money with us, all right? We're going to make so much money, you're going you're gonna to hate making money, all right? You're going to want to pay you. us. You're going to want to pay exactly, us. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's Mutsi with how many Ys? That's uh, four Ys. Four Ys. Mutsi with four Ys. So give him a follow. He's a good follow, especially if you're into baseball and the football and college sports as well. He may talk about Temple a little bit too much for your liking, but that's what you expect when somebody's alma mater. It means right. so much to him. The T, baby. All righty. Let's keep it moving to the NFC. We talked everything you need to know about the AFC. But now it's time to move to one of the most interesting divisions in the in the league. Year in, year out, you guess it, NFC East. What the hell is going to happen here? What the hell? Really, though, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. If I told you any of those teams won the division, would you be like, no way? They all have a chance. It's a great division, and especially because the Cowboys, it seems like they fell off a little bit. You got the Zeke suspension now. Are they or even? do we? <laughs> well, we don't even know. You know. I don't know. They have the court. What a shit show of NFL. What an embarrassment. Tomorrow on Friday, they're going to have a, a court ruling. So we'll hear probably a little more on that. He is going to play on Sunday, which I'm excited about, even though I'm not a primary Giants fan. As a Giants fan, you guys are pretty excited, right? You're going to see the best of the Cowboys, see the Giants just shut them down, right? Huge rating number, too. Huge number for Sunday night. Might be the one of the highest rated games in the regular season. I believe the last five... Week one Sunday night football games, the Cowboys have won, if I'm not mistaken. Not last year because the Giants beat them. It's the last four out of five. (laughs) But with the Giants this year, I'm excited. The Giants are probably my favorite to win the division. I don't really think the Cowboys are going to be top two. Oh, I agree with that. I I think the Redskins and the Eagles have a better chance to top the Cowboys. And if you told me, hey, I'll give you plus 250 odds that the Cowboys finish last in the division, I'd probably take that. Wow. I agree. That's crazy. You know what? You know how we said before I told you about certain teams like the Steelers and the Raiders? The experts love some of these teams, right? When you talk about the NFC East, you're getting different answers everywhere. You're getting people buying the Giants big because they're defense and now they got more weapons on offense. You got people selling the Giants because they can't block a soul. You got people who love the Cowboys because they can run the ball. They think Zeke's going to play, yada, 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 whatever. People love the Eagles. Colin Cowherd, who's one of my guys, and football specifically, he's one of the go-to guys, uh, says the Eagles, he thinks the Eagles are going to win the division. And then you look at the Redskins, what they've done the past couple years, they compete. And Kirk Cousins competes, and he gets yards, and Gruden's not a bad coach. This division's freaking wild. It's a great betting division because we get no, week not. out. It's the one where you lose all your money. <laughs> week in, week out, you have these teams who are going to go outside the division and they're going to play top-notch football. And I, you know what? I think the Giants are going to win the division. I don't know who's going to finish second, third, or fourth, but it's it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm really excited to see how it plays out towards the middle of the season. So what, you want you want to get it going first? You want you got something? To say I ain't first? buying the Redskins stock. You ain't buying. You ain't buying. I am. Oh, you are buying. I think they could win the division. I mean, the Eagles are in the division. I mean, I said all teams win the division, but I'm going Redskins and Giants. Wow, that's really crazy. All right, so there's no other way to do this then. Let's start it off. And let's start off at the top based off Vegas odds. The Dallas Cowboys are set at 9.5 over under on the wins. I think I'm getting a vibe on what I think you guys think. But, Phil, start us off. What do you got? I'll go under. Um, if Zeke is really spending the six games and he plays – Maybe next two weeks and just can't. He, he lawyers out of it, but it's not going anywhere. And he misses like the middle of the year or even like close to the end of the year. That's going to hurt him. It's really going to hurt him. Um, I'm not buying. Last year, the defense like bending up break. It usually doesn't happen two years in a row. 
just you are like I should have a bad mojo. I love Dak. I think Dak's had a very good year. But sophomore slump could be inevitable. I'll go nine and a half. I can see him winning nine games. But I I, I don't I don't have a mind the same deck vibe from last year. I hear you, man. I really do. And I'm not a cowboy hater either. I think I think as much I also like Dak. I think he's a really smart quarterback. I think his physical tools are good. His arms okay. Mm-hmm. That being said, he can be the worst quarterback in this in this division. He can easily be the worst. If Carson Wentz takes a nice step forward, which I really think he's going to, which yep. we'll get to the Eagles, Dak could be the worst quarterback in this division, which is saying something on how good this division really is. Mike, what do you feel on Dallas 9.5? Um, I'm looking at the over-under, and it's, it's not too often you see both teams in the division, like the Giants and the Redskins. Giants are at 9. Redskins are at 8. Vegas is hedging their bets. They want to push too because they don't really know what's going on in this division. It, it you know, nine and a half for the Cowboys. You know, I could say if Zeke's there, they might go over. If he's not there, they might go on. It, it's really it, it's a coin toss. Um, I'm gonna say the Cowboys go over nine and a half only because I think Zeke's gonna play more games than we want. All right. I mean. That's really it. Zeke's, what, what's going to happen? But they need to say Darren McFadden. He's been a thousand yard rusher on the Cowboys. Alfred Morris, he's had some good years on the Redskins. It really gets tough there. I'm going to say under on the Cowboys. Still think they have a chance to make the playoffs. I think, I think they could be 9 10 win team. But I'm going to say under just because I think that 9 and 7 mark seems pretty realistic. Um, let's move on, though. You mentioned the Giants over under at 8.5. What do you got on the Giants? Giants are my division team. They're going to go over. Um, you know, the offense will probably figure it out. They have arguably the second best receiver in the NFL. Um, the defense is just going to, you know, they're going to ride them. I love that defense. Love watching them. The Giants are going to, they're going to just steamroll everyone. The Giants will, you know, win probably 10 games. Cowboys might win nine. Uh, excuse me. The Giants win 11 games. Cowboys might win 10. Those will probably be a top two. The O-line concern you a little? Oh, <laughs> what do you, yeah. The running back concern you a little? Not well. The running backs concern me because the O line concerns me. Yeah, I just I'm I'll buy I'll buy eight, eight and a half. The team is flawed. I need to have a very good defense. Eli's still there. Odell's top two receiver in the league. Can you give me a wink? But and um, wait. Hopefully you're listening to this before Sunday night. I mean, you can listen to it after if you want, but then you can't get your over under bets <laughs> in. Uh, but if you're listening to this before Sunday night, Odell might not play a Sunday night. That the jury is not out on that yet. And he might have this this high ankle or this ankle, whatever Ben McAdoo wants to call it, might linger. And that makes me a little bit nervous as well. But the true testament to the Giants is, say Odell doesn't play week one against the Cowboys, how does the Giants offense look without him? Because if they look halfway decent without him, they'll be scary when he comes back. They'll be they'll be actually scary when he comes back. So and I'll tell I'm you a little what, nervous. I'll tell you what, I know we banished fantasy talk in the first five minutes. But Brandon Marshall is going to be a killer this year. Really? He is going to be dynamite. You think statistically and impact-wise? He's going to be a, a veteran presence coming into the locker room. He's going to get those goal line touchdowns. He's going to, you know, I'm not saying that without Odell, that Sterling Shepard and Eric Ebron and Brandon Marshall could lead the offense. Evan Ingram, but yes. Excuse me? He's an okay. He's okay. factor Ingram. Ingram. Uh, but... Yeah, no, this is the Brandon Marshall is gonna have a, a this is probably his best year I've ever seen in in a couple of years, especially coming from the other side. Of the I think room. you could take the whole thing you just said, replace that with Alshon Jeffrey. That's why the Eagles are very interesting this year. 
Torrey Smith, Alshon Jeffrey, you got LeGarrette Blunt. Carson White's on the on the come up. Defense was not bad at all last year. Very underrated defense. They have the best the, O-line in the league right now. DFF has Eagles number one O-line. There's, I don't know if I can not know if in front of me. The record with Lane Johnson and without Lane Johnson, the production with him, without him, is staggering. Eagles, do not sleep in the Eagles. I think they lost. I love they, Jeffy this year. They may have lost every game that Lane Johnson didn't yeah. play in, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, on the Giants, back to the Giants real quick, Brandon Marshall. To me, I'm buying Brandon Marshall, the Giants wide receiver. I'm not buying. I'm selling Brandon Marshall, the fantasy player. I think he's going to be more of an on-field impact guy, not a statistics guy. Because to me, he seems like the guy in this offense who's not going to be walking away with 10 catches every week. He's going to be walking away with three or four catches. Those three or four catches, hopefully, one's a touchdown and one's a third down. Like He makes impact plays, not consistently statistical plays. It's going to be tough when you have Marshall and Odell line up on the goal line as a defense. you got to worry about both of them, both big goal line presence. And then Ingram, man. He might be a red zone guy. He's, you know, I saw a couple highlights. It might be his forte. He might be the red zone guy. Yeah. You never know. So what do you got? You you got over on the Giants, Mike? Yeah, I got over, yeah. Phil, over eight over. and a half? I have under Cowboys, everyone else over. Under on the Cowboys, buying everybody else. Wow, yeah. I love it. I'm going to take over on the Giants just for the almost exact reason I took under on the Cowboys. I think nine and seven for the Giants sounds about fair. So they got eight and a half. Nine, nine wins, ten wins for the Giants. Take the over. Let's move it on to another team. We mentioned them already. Philadelphia Eagles, same over under as the Giants at eight and a half. What do we think? I'm buying. I'm buying Eagles suck. I think Wentz has the arm. I think finally it's done receivers. Torrey Smith is like a speedy guy. Azure Drive is a you know, short-handed big guy. Works well. Zach Ertz is still there. Has Sproles, Blunt. Um, I, like, I like the team. I'm, I'm buying. I mean, it could be Mirage. It could be, you know, buying Penny Stock, but I'm buying. I love Wentz. And I think the Wentz-Ertz connection is going to be big this year. Ooh. Hence why I have Ertz in a couple leagues. But I don't think – I think 8-8 eight and eight is really going to sit. They still got a little growing to do. Yeah, I get that. Um, and, you know, that's – but like I said, these, they're tough. You know, it's, it's a tough pick because it's one of those divisions where they're going to beat up on each other. Absolutely. And, you know, lose a couple games here and there, and that's where they're going to sit. So I go – I got the Eagles at uh, eight, eight wins. There you go. This is one of those teams for me – I mean, one of those divisions for me where it's the best team – at most is going to come away with 11, and the worst team at least is going to come away with 6, but it's most likely going to be between 7 and 10 wins for every single team. And with the Eagles, because I've said this on the pod before, I have to stick with it, and I do I do honestly believe it. I think Carson Wentz can be the best quarterback in this division this year. It's, a, it's really a steep task to put on a second-year quarterback, but I think he could be that good. I'm buying the Eagles. I say over, but I, can, I still can't imagine them with more than 9 or 10 wins. Bold it's going to be crazy. They play in Dallas on Thursday night, Thanksgiving. I can see them shocking the world and just beating the Cowboys in Thanksgiving. That would be a nice statement win for them, huh? That would be, be something. That would be a lot of fun. That would be, be a lot, lot of fun. Because, you know, who likes Cowboys fans, right? Like, come on. <laughs> I hate Eagles fans just as much, though. That is very fair. That is very fair. And you went to school in Philly. I went to school close to Philly, so I feel you. Eagles fans can be just as bad. But Philly Cow- fans in general. Cowboy fans are Trash. something else, man. Real quick, my... My winner of the division is Washington Redskins. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy, but I'm, it's not crazy. I'm buying Rob Kelly. I'm buying Samaj uh, Perrine. I'm buying Terrell Pryor. Jordan Reed's healthy. Watch out. He's nasty. Crowder was really good last year. Kirk Cousins, whatever you say about him, he produces. Defense of Jonathan Allen, the rookie. Not bad D-line. Josh Norman's still there. Watch out for them. Oh, man. That's what's crazy. And they, they, they always die like the Giants. Let's think they about never, this. Giants, like... 
they, that, I think obviously the Cowboys Eagles are like the biggest like rivals to them. But the recent years, the Redskins have been giving them the best games. Let's be sincere about this here. Take our biases out. I'm a Giants guy. You know, that's my team. I've grown up rooting for. I try to be as unbiased as possible. You said they're one of your favorite, like your second favorite team. Say you're a Jets fan, but you're you're a New York guy. I'm yeah. sure you don't hate the Giants. I'm gonna take my bias out. I literally have no idea how this division is gonna happen. Yeah, no, I, I just told you a bunch of stuff that I believe, but I will not be shocked in the slightest if this division ends up in any possible way one through four. It's back. Growing up, just the best division. Now it's back to being the best, best division. Like we kicked it off. I could see the Cowboys finishing last. Phil could see the Redskins finishing. We all have different, divi- all have different opinions. It's, nah. you know, it's it's one of those. You know, but none of us, none of us picked the Cowboys, which is very interesting. Yeah, I think the Cowboys, if they made the playoffs, does, does be, Zeke have to be a wild? Does Zeke have the biggest impact in that? Does Zeke plays really win the division? Definitely no. No. Yeah, well, yes. Well, but no. he makes the biggest impact because obviously you lose Zeke for half the season if you know less or more. Yeah. Yeah, you know McFadden's gonna have to carry the whole load, and I don't know. Maybe for half the season he can. For all 16 games, that's tough. That, I think that affects are, Dak, that affects the defense, affects a lot. I think they're going to put more pressure on Dak, make him throw downfield. And it's going to be a little tougher for them to win games. Last year they took the lead by Storm. Secondary you is just, tough. You now. just don't stay that good that like two years in a row, in my opinion, with a young quarterback like that. Uh, it's tough to say. We just run, we just run a little handful of receivers from all teams, and they don't have a secondary to stop any of them. So. No. And they only have Des Bryant and Cole Beasley. Like I said, and I'd sell Des Bryant all day. Last year they were bent but don't break, and they might break this year. That is that is damn true. Let's keep it moving. We're at an hour five already. NFC South. I think our, our funnest division of the, the year. This goddamn division is almost like the NFC East. You know what we just went on? I just went on this whole rant about who knows how this division is going to end up. Falcons, Panthers, Bucks, Saints. Let's say this. Maybe the Saints are the clear-cut worst team in that league. Would you be shocked if the Saints are better than the Bucks? I wouldn't. No. Would you be shocked if the Saints are as good as the Panthers? Yes. Maybe. I would be shocked. You'd be shocked? Yeah. Because the Panthers weren't very good last year. Panthers won the division this year. Yeah, I agree. Oh. Cam Newton, come back player of the year. All right. Let's yeah. start it off with the Panthers. What do you guys think? What takes? Uh, just health was a real issue last year. You know, it's... Super Bowl it's, hangover. Super Bowl hangover. You're playing those extra month of football. You know, you don't have... You got to think, you know, picture teams that aren't the Patriots that every year, you know, they're not sure if they're playing into January and then, you know, practicing and then the media... You don't get that month off, you know? So then you have, you know, first week of February, you're done. February, March, all of a sudden, you know, the the optional trainings come around. You're banged up still. Wow, yeah. they, they were hurt. And this is still a team that's got Luke Keekly. They just drafted McCaffrey, who's going to catch and run. I have a theory about McCaffrey. Uh, I see the Panthers shape going back to the form they were two seasons ago and running away with that division. I agree. With McCaffrey, right, he was untouched in college football. Untouched. Pac-12 barely ever touched him. He's going to get popped in the NFL. He's very good. He can have his big plays, but he's not going to be, Everyone gets know, popped, though. What? Everyone gets popped. You know what I'm saying, but he hasn't been popped, really, in college. He'll get popped once, and then he'll get back up. And he'll just... See, I just think it'd be, it's an adjustment to go from the best player in college football with the ball in your hands to going against the Panthers, to going against the Falcons, the Saints, the Bucks. You know, yeah, playing, I, I, playing, told, the, I totally disagree the, with they're that. They're playing the Patriots. They're playing... Yeah. He's a tough defense. I right? mean, you, I think you could say that about any uh, any, any I know, but I just think... That's why I'm not buying the, the Keith Owens experience. He gets, my auction went $56 he went for. Oh, well, that's, that's crazy. That's a lot. Like, auction's going second, people from second round. Like, I just I want to hold on. I think he'd be great. I'm rooting for him. But I'm not, putting, got, I'm not putting the whole entire Panthers offense in McCaffrey's hands. They still got John Stewart, and my man didn't slow down last year, really. He I, was the, one of the bright spots. If I, buy, if I buy any stock in the Panthers offense, it's Kelvin Benjamin. I think keep, he's due. Keep Greg Olson healthy. Yeah. Keep 
Kelvin Benjamin healthy. Funches. Mm-hmm. You block for my super cam. That team's going to be real dangerous again. All right, so uh, what is it, nine or nine and a half? Nine and a half. Nine and a half, over, under. Nine, no, nine and a half. Straight nine on the Panthers. Over? Over. 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 I actually am with you guys. I know I said this in the opener of this division. Can the Saints be as good as the Panthers? I don't actually believe that. I think the Panthers are going to win the division too. Super Bowl hangover is so real. Panthers got caught mm-hmm. in it last year. They come back and are the best team in this division, but that leads us to the next Super Bowl hangover, the Atlanta Falcons. Nine yeah. and a half is their over-under. Mike, what do you think? Definitely have a Super Bowl hangover, but the team is so good on both sides of the ball. Matt Ryan is probably going to come back with a vengeance. He finally found his groove as the quarterback that he was drafted to be, to be this playoff perennial guy who's going to be in and out. Still got Julio, who arguably the third best receiver in the league. The guy's a beast. You know, they're going to run the ball with Devonta and Coleman. Uh, defense is just, you know, defense is going to be just as good. Yeah, I, I go over. Back. I go over. Over? Oh, wait, so let me, let me get this right. You got over on the Panthers winning the division, yep. and they're over under is nine. Yep. And you got over under on the Falcons at nine and a half, and they're not winning the division. Yep. That's, a, that's a wild card spot. That's there's one wild card. That's a little crazy. That's a little that's a little crazy, but it, it makes sense. And I, I I'm hard pressed to disagree, but I'm gonna have to. Okay. I'm gonna go Falcons slight under eight or nine wins for the Falcons. They do experience a little bit of Super Super Bowl hangover, but they bounce back mid like during the season rather than the Panthers. It was too little, too late. And do you think it's more? Um, Overall team, the offense doesn't pick it up, or the defense is, is, is you know, they, they find their, their weak spots. I think it's going to be overall team. It's yeah. going to be that late game they won last year that they don't this year. And I do think this division beats up on each other, which is why I don't think their win total adds up like it did last year. The Bucks weren't who they are this year, that last year. The Saints, you know, they're kind of hit or miss at this point of what they're going to be, and the Panthers are bouncing back. The Falcons aren't going to run through this division yeah. like they may have last year. You know, I'm trying to think as a Falcons player, you know, you look at that 28-3 and you're going to bed every night. That's all that's in your head. You have the Super Bowl locked in the bag, sealed in the deal. I think they're coming back with a vengeance this year. I think they, you know, they're going to be a wild card team. They're going to try to go right back for it. Are you behind, buying Mohamed Sanu this year? I'm kind of buying a little Mohamed Sanu action this year as a really important supplement to Julio Jones. Yeah, I um, I don't necessarily buy Norcell. I just think, you know... As long as Julio is Julio, Mohamed Sanu just got to be Mohamed Sanu. And that, you know, really, that's what it comes down to. You know, just play, play your role. Be, you know, be your role. That's well played. Oh, well, segue this to the Buccaneers. I think Mike Evans is the third best receiver in the NFL. Um, Falcons. Whoa, there we go. That uh, feels at least second or third hot take of the pot. I love yeah. it. I think um, the Falcons, it's kind of like the Titans. I was a little bit of hype the Titans. And everyone's like, oh, I'm telling the Falcons are going to be hungover. Cannot be true. I mean, can like very easily they could be the same team as last year. Right. They lost Kyle Shanahan, which I think is you know probably the biggest factor of their whole season. Matt Ryan was the best season under Shanahan. He passed the Father Freeman, Coleman a lot. Like I knew, hopefully Matt Ryan. I was like like a, a blow. Like you look at his career stats. That's the big standout year for him. Right. So see if Even could, though he's been very yes. good last Never year, like was, last year was fantastic. He was, an, he, was yeah. a, he was the MVP. So yeah. I don't know if you can duplicate that. I still I'll go under for them. Um, over to the Panthers, and we'll go right to the Bucks right now. Yeah. I'm buying Bucks stock. I think Jameis, Deshaun Jackson changed the whole, you know, chemistry, that whole offense. Okay, you can't double team Evans now because Deshaun's going to blow your safety away. OJ Howard's going to be in the mix. He's not, he's not starting right away, but Cameron Bray's starting. OJ Howard's going to be there. Cameron Bray, no slouch. No slouch. The defense is solid. Just had TJ Ward. They always play these, these uh, division opponents tough, and he's finally maybe get over the hump. I mean, it'd be cool if Mariota and Winston both make the playoffs the same year. Um, also, Doug Martin comes back in week five, ready to go. Doug or not, I mean, hey, they're a good team. And mm-hmm. you know what I think, though? 
you know how everyone said you're bu- everyone's buying the Falcons going to have a Super Bowl hangover. I get that. Everyone's going to be buying the hard knocks hype. Yeah. The Bucks got the hard knocks hype, and that's real. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston flying off draft boards this year. Mike Evans is looked at, like you just said, number three receiver in the league. Deservingly so. The guy's a stud. Mm-hmm. But the hard knocks hype is real. I think a lot of people go over on the Bucks, and they might be a year away from taking a real huge yep. step, and they might just fall to 8-8. Eight and eight. They might be 8-8, 7-9. Yeah. Eight, Listen, they have Vegas got 8.5 for Carolina and the Bucks, and they got solid 8 for New Orleans. Which and, is weird. And, and how are you saying, oh, New Orleans is going to win nine games, right? Everyone's going to have the under. That's, isn't that what Vegas wants, right? Don't they want everyone to have the under? I don't, I, you know... You can't have, I think they want people to hammer the over on the Bucks. Yeah, and that's why I'm I'm thinking there that the Bucks are gonna be under. Some wins are gonna be stolen away, you know, from from New Orleans. Um, I gotta go under on the Bucks only because my first two teams are my my two playoff teams. Yeah, makes sense. And um, with New Orleans at eight, you know, to jump to them real quick. Breeze, you know, I feel bad for the dude. You know, he's he he started off hot in New Orleans and was you know won the, won the ring, but they're probably gonna be under. And My guy's gonna sling some touchdowns though. Oh, sure, he's, he's great. You know, those are great slinging. over games there. In the, yeah. in the in the Metrodome, uh, the uh, you know the Superdome, no less. Yeah, you know that's uh, you know it's fun to watch those teams down there. What a crazy stat! He's like a little over five thousand yards away from paying the all-time record. Wow. He's I maybe two years. He's definitely getting two years. Uh, I think it says a lot about their defense, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Their defense yeah. ain't nothing to be desired for. Um, I'm going to say on the Saints, I, I, like, I'm hard-pressed to say over, so I can't do it. I'm going to say under. And back to the Bucks, really, really quick. My heart wants them to be great. I yeah. love them. I mean, I'm buying the hard knocks hype. I James, man. Right? I, I'm, I'm buying the hard knocks hype, and I love their roster. Jeremy McCoy is so cool. Like, yeah. they got great guys on this yeah. team. Uh, but I'm trying to use my head to make this over under call and not my heart because I am buying the hard knocks hype. Did you guys like James in college? Yeah. Yeah? Did you, Phil? I like them. I wasn't, I yeah, and I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about him as a, you know, you know, regular guy in general, and then quarterback wise, I didn't think it would translate well into the NFL, but really, I think he's really gonna, you know, he's the, this is the quarterback the Buccaneers drafted and wanted, and you know, both, you know, Jameis and Mariota, right, in that draft class, was like two solid, you know, I better do. than, you know, Goff last year, the Rams draft, you know, that's for Goff, that's, that's not a quarterback anywhere near, at least right off, you know, after one year. Right. Like, uh, you know, we have, like, in Mariota and Winston. So, I think the Buccaneers are going to be a good team in years to come. I just think this year is they're going to miss it by just a and touch. The Falcons and Panthers are very good. Yeah. To close it up, I'm not, I'm not buying the Buccaneers hype with the Hornets. I honestly didn't watch Hornets. I think I watched one episode. You didn't watch one episode. I, I only watched one episode. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I, I usually do. I just didn't do it this year. But uh, I'm buying because they progress. They've been progressing. I think James is progressing. Evans is becoming an elite, elite receiver. Get the Sean Harnock aside. I'm not I'm buying the hype. Is I just think they're gonna be good. So let's go. We'll save um, the North for last. I think it's a really one way street. That's a one way street. I need the Packers. We got through. So I need the West. <laughs> I mean, I'm not let's, gonna disagree with that. Let's go to the West. Let's go to the NFC West. I'm I need like the Seattle Seahawks are a Super Bowl team, but their their glaring weakness is the offensive line. Yeah. PFF rated number 32. Russell Wilson, he takes hits. Um, the defense has eight Pro Bowls on it with Sheldon Richardson now. Sheldon Richardson is going to just go and play the interior D-line with Bennett and just go after the quarterbacks. It'll be fun to watch. I'm buying, it's 10 and a half for the Seahawks. I'm buying over. I think they could be the number one seed. And you can just see them, you know, controlling their home field advantage once again. Yeah. 
I'm with it. I mean, the Seahawks are going to be fantastic. The O-line scares you. But Russell Wilson is much healthier this year than he is last year. Mm-hmm. And you can argue that Russell Wilson makes an O-line better. There's not many quarterbacks who make an O-line better. Like, yeah, you can say maybe Eli, because he see, he reads blitzes so well. I'm not even saying this is true, but, like, just hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Maybe Eli reads blitzes really well and helps out his O-line. It's not the same as a guy like Russell Wilson also reading blitzes and moving in the pocket and throwing on the run and creating for himself. He makes an O-line a little better, so that's why it doesn't scare me as much. And their defense is absolutely phenomenal. They're going to be top defense in the league. Love the Seahawks this year. They're a lock for the NFC West, in my opinion. I like Ova. I'm going to disagree. I'm not sure who's going to win the NFC West this year. I know I know who you might pick. I loved them last year. Um, I think everybody loved them last year. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I like them a lot this year. It's going to come down, obviously, you know, because you know, if you think I'm saying the Rams, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't obviously, you know, I'm talking about uh, Arizona and my boy uh, Bruce Arians, mm-hmm. former Steel offensive coordinator. He might retire, too. Former Temple grad. Uh, coach, and uh, a whole temple player. What is that? Your fourth you know. temple drop? I'll let you know. I'll let you know my temple guys when they come through. <laughs> I didn't tell you Rob Vanderson. Oh, I did. Yeah. You did, you did. But anyway, um, you know, the Seahawks ten and a half. That's a little hard for me. Okay. I'm gonna go under, and you know, maybe they win ten games. I just uh, I Seattle and Arizona are the two, my two next playoff teams. I just don't know who's gonna win the division, and I think David Johnson. Even though I, you know he might not have great as a season he did last year, he's the offense. So run the ball, run through him, run through him. Carson Palmer didn't have a great year last year. Could he bounce back? You Absolutely. Know, into the, the guy he was two seasons ago. Absolutely. That defense, you know, Patrick Peterson and, and the uh, goddamn honey badger. The honey man. badger, right? Give me some Tyron Matthew. Come can on, we, you know, can honey, we please keep the man healthy? Exactly. This year? You keep that defense healthy. You keep Carson Palmer healthy. You hand the ball to David Johnson. I think Seattle has a little competition and is not as much of a lock as we think for the AFC West. You forgot, NFC West. You forgot one guy on the Cardinals. Don't count him out until he's gone. Uh, my, well, listen, he is just he's, he's the most reliable. He's probably the most reliable receiver in the league. Larry Fitzgerald yeah. is the most reliable yeah, receiver said, in the yeah, league, right. man. That guy is the best. He ain't slowing down. Maybe he so ain't got the, right? he doesn't Isn't have he? the breakaway speed anymore. He never actually totally did. Yeah. But that dude blocks. That dude doesn't drop passes, and he scores touchdowns. Yeah, I love him he was one of the right? lead, lead, league leaders in catches last year. Yeah. And how old is that man? It doesn't matter. He, he's he's uh, going to go in again this yeah. year. Last year. You think he's going to be this last year? He, he, he said it? He not still last what? year. Yeah. That's so sad for me. Okay. Sorry to break your news. Thanks, man. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sad. Breaking news, you're here first. But also, David Johnson can also come up with an nasty injury, too. So all these guys, you know. I might think it should be uh, you, could say, you could say about any team, time. any player, as long right. as they're not. But they're coming off an injury. All thing. things equal, yeah. healthy Cardinals, healthy Seahawks, who just traded for Sheldon, right? Yeah. That's, you know, that, that just you know, adds right, See, on, right got, into the fold. You got Seahawks over, I mean, under. Yes. You got Cardinals over. Yeah. Eight and a half. Yeah. Over, under. Yeah. What about you, Phil? What do you got? Um, I'll take the Cardinals over. Cardinals they, over? They did win nine games. Whoa. I mean, how many last year? They didn't change their team much. Um, Tyron Matthew, Patrick Peterson. Uh, they they drafted on a corner. Um, I, I, I like their team. I always like their team. I did all of last year. I got to see more. I can see, like, a little more out of Cross the Bomber. What do you left yeah. think? Well, I think they, they might have messed up not Justin Mahomes. They had a chance to. Yeah. They didn't. I mean, what I heard about Carson Palmer this offseason is that 
he completely changed his throwing regiment, and he wasn't throwing as much as he as he used to. So his, he said his arm feels better this year than it has in years. And that's a big thing. It might be this year too. A lot of mileage on these guys, you know. Yeah. You can't be thrown as much as you were when you know five years ago. You got to kind of save for the the big games. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Teasing this for MC. I am buying Los Angeles Rams stock. Buying. Buying. They're on the over under for me is low. Even though they're not they're not paying Mr. Donald, which I don't know how you don't pay Aaron Donald. Have you heard Stephen A. Smith on this one? No. Stephen A. Smith has been freaking out about how the Rams haven't paid this man yet. It's great. Look it up. <laughs> I'm buying golf stock. Um, they got a new like 32 year old offensive line head coach. Jeff Fisher. How do you get that job, man? I don't know, 32. man. 32. Something like that. He's a young, young 30s. Anyway. Yeah. Most um, people 32 nowadays don't even buy a house yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you go from this offensive mind who was obviously going for the Redskins last year to you, you had agent Jeff Fisher last year, 8-8, Jeff Fisher, who just was never offensive mind to begin with. Probably held him back. Now he gets a new coach. Definitely. A brand new quarterback. He went number one overall. He has talent. I like the more one He has talent. Todd Gurley should have a breakout year. Um, I got Cooper Cup. We have Tavon Austin. The defense has always been good. I am buying oh, the stock. It's five and a half. I'm putting money on that. They go. They go easy. Go six nine. Uh, six and ten. Seven and nine. Eight and eight. I'm buying it. I think six is their most realistic, and that should be a good. That's a good season for the Rams. You know I, what I, mean? I don't think so. I think, if, I think they're better than that. If, you're right, but if Goff comes off last year, hardly even making the lineup, to starting every game, start sixteen. Win six, competes in ten. Like, that's a happy season for the Rams. And I'm with you. I'm buying the Rams. I think the number one thing for the Rams this year is that Todd Gurley has a bounce-back year because the whole bullseye was on him last year. Yeah. The target and, ev- like, literally everything a defense could plan for last year was Todd Gurley because they had no quarterback. Kenny Britt actually had a good year receiving for them. But yeah. that was it. Was it. Best season. Uh, he had 1,000 yards. Sean, I think he actually had, like, 1,002 yards or something like that. Sean McVay is 31. 31-year-old head coach, it's going to be a lot of energy. Looks like Lane Kiffin. you got to like what he brings to that team, which does have young pieces. I mean, the Rams, I'm, I'm taking over as well. I'm not buying as hard as Phil. But give me Goff with some improvement. Give me a better Todd Gurley. A decent to average, uh, uh, average to decent defense. Six wins. Over. Decent is above average? Average to decent. Yeah. Decent's no. definitely better than average. I don't know. <laughs> average is like middle of the road. Decent's like better than average. Okay. Decent. He's a, he's a decent quarterback. Where's an average quarterback? All right. I guess so. <laughs> I know. I know. I know where you're sitting. I get symptoms. I know where you're sitting though. Um. Yeah. I, I agree. With both of you guys said. I'm not gonna add too much on it except that uh, Todd Gurley is you know, running back on one of my teams. I like to see him score some touchdowns. <laughs> and I like the whole uh, LA LA thing they got going on over there. Uh, LA vibes. Remember last year from Arnox. Golf was good. That guy. Oh, yeah. Are you good play? I thought you look like an idiot. I give up on number one. Pick. An idiot on hot nights. He bought everyone what? Uh, fans, right? Is that what he did? He bought like the whole team. It was hot, so they bought them all yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he bought the um, offensive lineman. Um, um, uh, Segways. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying. Jared Goff. That segue into the 49ers being a trash team. Okay. And gonna be garbage. Final point. I'm just not giving up a number one pick with a new coach. Not giving up. You're not giving up a number no. one pick. So if you're the 49ers, you're tanking. No, no, I'm not, I'm not giving up on the number one pick last year with a, with a brand new Oh, oh gosh, the, Niners, gosh. the Niners. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I agree. On the 49ers, like you said, let's segue to them. They have a new coach and a new GM. Yeah. But they don't have a good roster. They, this is this should be straight tank season. There's no better example except the Jets. That I think maybe even the Jets at the end of the season, you might be able to take more away from the Jets than the 49ers this year. I just wow. Think, 
I think, I don't know, I just don't, you know. They, you're going to make the sports blog New York fans happy here. Yeah, my boys. They've come so far in, the, in, in, a, in a bad way. Sorry, and girls. <laughs> uh, from the 49ers in the Super Bowl from a few years ago. There's no, you know, the defense is just flawed. The, you know, who do you want to, who are you giving the ball to on this, offense? Their starting quarterback is Brian Hoyer. I mean, he's fine, I guess, if you need a backup. <laughs> but that's that's what I just said. I just said if you need yeah. a backup. The 49ers <laughs> are waiting for an injury in the league to trade Brian Hoyer for some pick, and that'll be the best, you know, the best that they're starting quarterback. Who's their starting kind of, you know, I don't know. Dude, <laughs> what? Are you putting me on the spot I like that, man? Playing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't um, know. I'm under, under the Niners. I am under too, but I would like uh, I want to interesting to see Ruben Foster to run around in the field. Uh, actually, he'll be a stud. They're yeah. starting tight end. Trick question: Phil just got traded to the Steelers. Vance McDonald. Oh, right. wow. so, I know. I knew that. You know, right. That. So now it's pretty much their backup tight end. Temple guy. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Actually, I think the only, only reason to watch the 49ers is um, maybe see what Kyle Shanahan can do with a, a, a below average quarterback, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Ruben Foster, my agency, he, you know, he took a chip on his shoulder. He yeah, fell. absolutely. That, that's a very fair point. All right, well, that, we just covered every division. No, we did not. Every team. NFC North. Except <laughs> <laughs> for the NFC North. And that one has a glaring team on the top. And then some intrigue in the middle. So do you want to start top to bottom or you start inside out? Um, let's just get, let's get them out of the way. All right. Green uh, Bay Packers, yeah, 10 and a half. They, they now have... Jordy Nelson back after being injured last year. Fully back. They're going to be great. I can't wait to bet Did on them. Did he break his rib cage last year? Or about two years ago? I think it was a leg injury last year. Right? No, no, in the playoffs. Did he break his ribs? I oh. don't know. He, he did line, have a uh, leg injury, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they're going to be the, they're gonna be such a fun team to bet on this year. I'm going to ride them all year. Aaron Rodgers is, rather, is right there with Brady as best quarterback that we'll see in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Payne was good mentally. But, you know, to watch. Man, this guy runs around, flicks it. You know, just remember that, that NFC Championship game? He was putting balls, like, in, like, less than, like, this. And, I'm folks, I'm putting my hands, like, an inch or so away, like a window. That's just, you know, he, he's awesome. I love watching him. I have a hot take about Aaron Rodgers. Uh-oh. He needs to go down a Super Bowl for his legacy. He's been to one Super Bowl. Yeah. We, he, he just went on a rant that he's the best quarterback we've seen. And he's been to one Super Bowl. That's true. He needs, I mean, this year needs to be the guy or the pressure's really on. Like, what's up with Aaron Rodgers? Like, he's like, why is he always making it? So I don't think there's why any pressure on him because this guy's like, like Dan Marino who never won a Super Bowl. I just think for his legacy-wise, it would definitely for him be, to be up there in that category of best quarterbacks you've seen. I think he's more of a lock for a Hall of Famer than Philip Rivers. Oh, he's, he is a Hall of Famer. I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not right. coming out arguing that. I'm just saying if he wants to get to that Brady, name it, um, Roethlisberger, Bradshaw, Peyton Manning level, Montana. You guys go. I'm thinking one more. Get there again. Right. You're right. This is a good point, man. Yeah. But but you know Who what? Who did he beat? The Super Bowl. Yeah. Come on, Phil. That's a little rude. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the Steelers. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So I, I think I over on the Packers. I think I agree with everything uh, Mike just said. Um, it's easy. Not, it's hard to not to pick Ty them. Ty Montgomery, right? He's funny. Montgomery, Montel, Bennett. Yeah. I mean, Randall Cobb. I've seen Randall Cobb like forty so wide receiver. Randall Adams, Cobb right? is their third wide receiver. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Are you kidding? Like, you know what I mean? You got that talent yeah. third in you know, on, your, on your depth chart wide receiver. That's something to be happy about. Their defense is always a little bit suspect at times. They're kind of bent but don't break. 
But when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. they're going to win a ton of they games. They were hot last year at the end. Hot, and, hot, I mean, hot, hot, Everybody's on the Packers. I guess I'm going to say over because I'm not going to be a fool, and I'm not going to try to sit here and tell you I actually believe they're not going to walk with this division. I really want to see a Packers. If Packers Seahawks open um, Sunday. Oh, yeah. yes. I really want to see the NFC Championship Great again. game. Either in Seattle, or, in Seattle or Green Bay would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Love it. All right, let's move on. Minnesota Vikings, eight and a half. Interesting team. Good roster, interesting team. How do you guys feel about the Vikings? Um, you, when you say Vikings, first thing you say is defense. I think it's hard to, to win over nine, ten games with just a good defense. Uh, Bradford is like, or Chuck down Sam, like, you can't see the biggest completion percentage in the league. He, he doesn't throw more than 15 yards. Right. And you get a nice wrinkle to the offense, though, is Dalvin Cook. And he, 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 the offensive line is shaky, but I think he could have the uh, same or even bigger impact than McCaffrey. The guy's really, really good. He had a little problems in the draft because he slipped. He's a first-round talent. A lot he's of he's people, a top-ten talent. A lot of people have him as rookie of the year. Yeah, a big I, candidate. I, I, I would, it would probably be my vote. And can we, can we remember also that Latavius Murray is his backup, and that guy just had a great year yeah. in Oakland? You yeah. know what I mean? So don't forget about him. Another guy, Adam Thielen. Yeah. Red zone guy. Yeah. My guy gets touchdowns. He's a, a short target. I mean, he helps the Vikings be average on offense. You know what I mean? That's what it is, though. The Vikings will, if they're lucky, be average on offense. It's tough for me to say they're going to win nine games. I really can't see it. It got so hot last year, and it was almost the only reason they were even competitive in the beginning, and fighting though, for yeah. a playoff spot because they were so good early. I, I got on the, on the Vikings at 8.5. 8.5 they're classic 8-8, 7-9 team. Um, I like the Vikings' defense a lot. They'll win it, that, that'll be what separates them from those close games. I want to take the over on them. Okay. And that's only because I think Detroit is taking a step back this year, I even though they that. just made... Maddie Stafford, the staff infection, the highest paid, I believe, pay, player in NFL history. Do you mean Do you mean Stat Padford? Sure, whatever, whatever you want to call him. I think I think the the Lions are taking a step back. Their over unders at eight. I think they're going to be real under seven and a half. We have too. So maybe seven and a half, eight. Either way, right? But yeah. you're right. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, they're going to they're going to be under, um, and that's only because, you know, you watched the games last year. How many times they come back and win close games, right? It's hard to do it again. It, Matt Stafford does yeah. that. That's he, what he does. Yeah, I love watching him too. He's another you know gunslinger out there, and he's going to take the the hits. Um, another fun team to bet on, but I just think overall they're going to take a step back. The Vikings will be the better team in that division because they'll, they'll trade the blows, and the Vikings go over eight and a half. The Lions will be under eight. And, can, I, can I get my take on yeah, the Lions? Yeah. I, mean, I, Phil, I have a take. Too. I mean, I talked to our resident Lion fan, Darren. He said. Um, since contracts are going up in the NFL, he won't be the highest paid player for a while. Which is obvious. Obvious. I, mean, I, I, well. I just, I just feel like I mentioned this in the um, last podcast we did. Who are they bidding against? Like, who, who's giving Matt Stafford? That doesn't matter. Months? See, that's my whole thing. It doesn't matter. I just, because why are you paying him? This is, this is what happened on our last podcast when we were talking fantasy football. We Look at Joe Flacco. We like, mentioned, we, uh, that's fine. We mentioned, yeah, and what do we say about the Ravens? They have a chance to make the playoffs this year, right? If they didn't have Joe Flacco, they wouldn't have a chance. I know. If you don't re-sign Matt Stafford, you, like you become the Lions before you had Matt I Stafford, I understand. which is horrible. I'm buying the Lions. I'm buying Matt Stafford over eight or seven and a half, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm buying the Lions, and I think they have a real chance at the wild card because their offense is dynamic with him. Their defense is probably average. Average, yeah. But they have some 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 good talent, and they they stay in games. And when you stay in games with a quarterback who can sling. You can win games by the Lions, by Stafford, over. Is Matt Stafford worth 
the five-year, $130 million extension? Yes. Every day of the week. Every day of the week, because if you don't give it to him, no, 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 and saying, I get, no, what, like, what do you want to no, say? Don't say, don't say the, no, not the lines give it to him, in general. Yeah, no, I'm saying. In general, just, you know, any, let's say, you know, you give him a shot at any team, that's the contract you get him with. How many teams in the NFL do you think take that? Every team that doesn't have a franchise quarterback. Every team that doesn't already have a quarterback that they will sign. Because I agree. The Lions were pinned. They needed that. Because without Matt Stafford, they just become another team without a franchise quarterback. And that's all we know in the NFL is that you need a quarterback to move forward. He's 29. You'll have him until he's 34, the prime of his career. He has a couple of Pro Bowl seasons under the belt. I think maybe a building, building team around him. Though this is a, a good contract for the Lions, you had to do it. You had no choice. I'm saying, I'm not sure if every team is going to give that money to him, valuing him at 135 million, the highest paid player ever. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. This, to this think. is this is my point though. It doesn't matter that he's the highest paid player ever. A because Aaron Rodgers or whoever's the free agent next year is going to beat it, and B you pay your franchise quarterback the going rate. Kirk Cousins is going to get it once he decides to sign long term, and he's you know he's Matt Stafford with a little bit less upside, more consistency, if you want to call it that, right? Whatever you have to do to make sure you have a quarterback to help you win games, you sign him. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's twenty eight, it doesn't matter if it's nineteen, it doesn't matter if it's thirty five million a year. You do what you got to do to lock up the quarterback position because you can't win without it. Who would you say is the best quarterback coming out of this year's draft? This year's draft? Uh, Sorry, he's out. <laughs> I'm gonna. Jerry's so out, but I'll say I'll say uh, Josh Allen. Okay. Wyoming. Oh, oh, this coming draft. Yeah. Oh, they went this draft, which is fast. You know, uh, if you're the Jets, uh, would you sign Matt Stafford to this five year, five year, hundred thirty five, thirty million dollar deal, or do you want the best quarterback coming out of the draft? The best quarterback in the draft, but that's because the Jets have a, a roster in flux. The Detroit Lions have a roster that made the playoffs last year, and that's the difference. Who's bidding on the Stafford though? If he was on the free market. Yeah. If you, uh, you just have Jets in the quarterback, then I can bet on him. So. Yeah, but let's let's pull up some other teams. I I'll mean, give you three: Browns, the Broncos, 49ers, maybe Broncos, and um. See, if I'm the Jets, Bears, I'm I'm making that deal. Yeah, you have now, sure. Then you just made my point even better. You have, I'm saying, you have five years, you know, with to Matt Stafford, out. right? Yeah. I you know, the thing about Matt Stafford is any other team that's not the Jets, are you paying him that? You know, I I think every team. That's not comfortable or have a, a quarterback that's locked in already would pay him the money to be their starting quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback. We go back to coaches all day. Final yeah. team, Chicago Bears. What's Five their over and a half? Five and a half? I, I, I'm kind of liking the over, guys. I'm kind of like, I kind of think Trubisky oh. be all right. I think Jordan Trubisky Howard. would be okay as well. I, I still see them at four. I think, they're, I think they're better than people think. Four or five wins for the Bears on the. Okay. Trubisky will be fine, though. I think, I think the Bears are going to be happy with Trubisky. That doesn't mean they're going to win games. Would you have my fill? You have my four and a half? Five and a half, I have them. Oh, this one, I'm at, uh, at four. But, uh... I, I'll, go, I'll go over. I definitely... Yeah. Let's call it Let's call it four and a half, then. I'll go over. Obviously. I'm going to go under four and a half. I'll stick with the under Jets, as well. Jets 49 is ter- a territory. Yeah, you know, I just... I think Fox... Fox is on his way out. Oh yeah, he's probably one yeah. of the first. Well, Glennon's probably going to start. Well, Glennon is starting. I'm, yeah, so. does does um does Kissing Titties does he make a start? You no, know, does he become the starting uh, quarterback this yeah, year at some point? If jo- does John Fox want to keep his job or does he want to lose it? Because if he wants to keep his job, his only hope is for Trubisky to show some hope. Yeah. They all, I mean, I mean, I'm developing this guy. Let me stick with him. Yeah. Same for Todd Bowles. 
He needs Hackenberg to throw some tutties I, to keep his damn job. I think as long if if the whole if the GM's staying, Todd Bowles is staying. If Woody decides to clean house, Todd Bowles will be out there. All right. Playoffs. Playoff. NFC playoff picture. I Up. Go, I look at my six teams on top. Go. Seattle, Green Bay, Carolina, Washington, Giants, Tampa. I got the G G G G G Men. Number one. Go by seating. Oh, seating. Yeah. Really threw me for a loop there. Seating. Um, I'm gonna go Packers one, Giants two, Panthers three, Cardinals four, Seattle five, Atlanta six. I like that. Both both teams like fun playoffs. So I'm going Green Bay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Green Bay one, Seattle two. I'm going to take the NFC South winning Panthers at number three. I'm going to throw the Eagles as the winners of the NFC East with the Giants snagging a wild card. And the final wild card goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Do we both have NFC East wild card games? Yes. Yes. You like Wentz. I like Wentz. I like Wentz. I like Wentz too. Championship game? Uh, I I would love Seattle and Green Bay. Do I have to make a prediction or what I want to see? Um, are we going to the Super Bowl no, pick no, next? No, no, no. We're no, just, no. I'll just say, I'll say this. I think, um, I think the Panthers come back into the mix. Panthers, Packers. I got Giants, Packers. Giants, Packers. I think once it comes playoffs, unless you have your like a, like a real top two, three defense uh, offense, the NFL, you got to go with the defense, and the Giants' defense is gonna, you know, they're gonna run with it. I love it. I love your confidence. I really do. Guys, want to stay a little longer or? Tell it right now. We're at one. We're at an hour and thirty-five. So we have officially recorded the longest sports blog in New York podcast. Football. Thirty all thirty-two teams. History. All thirty-two teams. We talked covered. about everybody. We talked about all our over unders. If you're still with us right now at one thirty-seven, and counting, thank you for listening so much. It means the world to us that you come in and listen to the SBNY podcast. Every single day. Do you guys have any closing remarks? Yeah, if you're still here, uh, I gave you my Twitter handle earlier. You at me, at Mutsi with four Ys. I'll send you a koozie or something. <laughs> Yo, you're, you're giving away gifts. For, yeah. Just I love at Mutsi koozie, that's all you got to say. At Mutsi, well, that's M-U-T-Z-Y-Y-Y-Z-Y-4-Ys. Y-Y-Y-Y. You heard it here first. Yeah. I'll figure out something to get you. I'll give you something cool. I got maybe a vintage... Temple shirt, maybe a vintage right, temple it. hat. It's over. That's yeah. our fifth. I give you temp- something. That's our cue to end it. That's our cue to end it. Listen. All right, how about this? Let's end it with this. What is the one thing you can't wait for in week one? Oh, gambling. Yeah. Gambling. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon, shortly after this pod, I'll give you some picks, all right? Uncle Mike's locksmith. Be ready for it. Part two of this. Um, I'm, I want to see Seattle and Green Bay. That's the week one matchup. I'm most Seattle and Green Bay. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Give me Scott Hansen. Give me the red zone music. I want to see the Octobox, and I want to have I want to have a game on a TV, a solo game, and then I want to have a TV next to it with red zone with eight games on at once. That's what I want. I'm also I'm going to North Carolina this weekend, so I'm, I'm hoping that I survive. <laughs> right, and we hope everybody. <laughs> I hope you hear me we'll, Sunday night or Monday. Yeah. We hope everybody survives. Still stay safe. Seriously, everyone though. down in the uh, the southeast coast over there. Be safe, right? I don't know how many listeners we have, but... I was just going to bring that up. On the most real of notes, we actually do have listeners, and I checked the stats last week. I don't know who you are, but we had, um, out of our top cities who play the podcast, the fourth highest city was Orlando, Florida. So we had Brooklyn, Staten Island, 
forget number three, but Orlando was right there. So shout out to anybody out there in Florida. Shout out to anybody in Texas. Be and safe. In that whole area, just be safe, be smart, and goddamn good luck. I mean, we, we went, I went, I, first thing this house I've been through was with Sandy, it's very scary. You know, you, you want to save yourself, but you know, you put your life first, put your family's life first, and you know, do what you yeah. got to do. And Get out if you could. And bring your dog if you can, too. Bring your dog if you could, yes. All righty. Well, this is the SBNY Podcast. My name is Peter Kennedy. I'm Phil DeMeo. I'm Mike Palmasano. Have a good week, and have an even better weekend, because it's week one, and NFL's Make back. Make some money. Subscribe, rate, and review.